93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Today is Tuesday, August 13th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, police have made an arrest following a deadly hit-and-run incident in Ben Salem, Bucks County. 21-year-old Richard McClausland was arrested Monday afternoon and will be charged with fatally striking a pedestrian, then leaving the scene. McClausland was found at his mother's home. Police say the car he was driving, a green Kia Soul, was his mother's company car. The Kia Soul, with front-end damage, was parked along Edgewood Avenue in Ben Salem. The vehicle matches the description of the car that fatally struck a man and kept going, leaving pieces of green plastic in the road, investigators say. There was a ton of that front, I guess, right part of the car torn off. I mean, he must have hit him really hard. Really hard, yeah. They said when they found the body, the shoes were like across the street. Yeah, yeah. It was horrible. Officials think the deadly crash happened at about 2.30 in the morning on Monday. Police say a neighbor who was out for a walk earlier discovered the body of 38-year-old Timothy McGuire on Humeville Road and King Avenue. And as you can imagine, the family is saying if he would have just pulled over, who knows, he could have still been alive. More than likely is what they're saying. Yeah. yeah. Police believe McGuire, who lives only a, fl- a few blocks away, was hit while walking along Humeville Road, but his body was not discovered until 6 a.m. off of the roadway between the bushes. By Monday afternoon, police dis- uh, announced the discovery of the suspect. Uh, vehicle crediting the media and public for tips that led to the discovery of that vehicle. There are some areas around when you drive around uh, and you'll see there's literally there's no raised sidewalk. There's no anything. You can drive off the road onto people's lawns and, and particularly in this area. Straight on through. Yeah, I'm familiar with yeah. this road. I don't know exactly where it was on Humeville Road, but there, you're exactly right. There are parts of it so where it's right just you're flat. Kind of, yeah. yeah, you're kind of walking either on like someone's lawn or the roadway. And unfortunately, this guy was hit. It's very sad. Uh, and this story, I. I don't even know why I put it in news. Like, it's so disturbing. But uh, the 34-year-old mother, who's now behind bars after police say she attacked her 3-year-old child with a machete on Sunday night. Police were called to the 5900 block of Master Street in Philadelphia's Alney section just before 8 o'clock for reports of someone screaming. That's when they found a 3-year-old child suffering at least six stab wounds to her head, shoulder, and knee. One cut was so deep that the neighbor said that there was little she could do and you could see the child's skull. The girl had suffered skull fractures as well. She sustained some serious trauma, sadly, at the hands of her mother, the very individual that's supposed to be here to protect her. Uh, Philadelphia Police Commissioner Richard Ross said a nurse who lives nearby applied pressure while she waited for police. Despite the blood loss, the girl remained conscious. Police didn't wait for the ambulance. They immediately rushed the child to Einstein Medical Center. She was later transferred to St. Christopher's Hospital for Children. Witnesses said the mom appeared incoherent and was naked at the top of the steps. A neighbor told 6ABC all the girl kept saying was my mommy tried to cut my hair. Police are awaiting toxicology results on the mother. Ross said that the woman has no prior arrest history. Neighbors said it is the second time that police were called to the house in recent days. They said the last time police retrieved weapons from the home, including machetes, from another member of the household who assaulted someone. Protesters clogged the departure area at Hong Kong's reopened airport Tuesday, a day after they forced one of the world's busiest transport hubs to shut down entirely in the middle of calls for an independent inquiry into alleged police abuse. Thousands of protesters occupied the airport's main terminal for the fifth consecutive day. After filling up two separate arrival halls, demonstrators have streamed into the departure area despite increased security measures designed to keep them out. Passengers struggled to get past the sitting protesters and into the immigration section. Some flights were able to take 
off early Tuesday, relieving some of the pressure from Monday's cancellation of more than 200 flights. The central government in Beijing characterized the protest movement as something approaching terrorism that posed as an ex, uh, existential threat to the local citizenry. Meanwhile, paramilitary police were assembling across the street, uh, I'm sorry, across the border uh, for exercises in what some saw as a threat to increase force brought against the mostly young protesters who have turned out in the thousands over the past 10 weeks. Hong Kong leader Carrie Lam says that the ongoing instability, chaos and violence has placed the city on a path of no return. The demonstrators have shown no sign of letting up on their campaign to force Lam's administration to respond to their demands, including that she stepped down and entirely scrapped legislation that could have seen criminal suspects sent to mainland China to uh, to face torture and unfair or politically charged trials. I've always wanted to go to Hong Kong, and I think that would be a perfect time. That would time. be the yeah. perfect yeah. time. Yeah. It just seems to be just the perfect time. <laughs> Have you seen the pictures? Well, there's it's one crazy. up here now, but it is insane. Yeah. All these protesters, it's well, terrible. Oddly enough, Kathy, they don't want to. They don't want to be sent to China if they commit a crime to mainland China because you know they, they, the torture thing is really a downer for most people. All right, let's do sports this morning. <laughs> The Phillies return home tonight as they open up a three-game series against the Chicago Cubs. Jose Quintana will get the start for the Cubs, while Jason Vargas will pitch for the Phillies. Game time is at 7.05. The Sixers and the NBA released their schedules for the upcoming season yesterday. The Sixers play six games on ABC this season, tied with the LA Lakers for the most in the NBA. (laughs) Kind of. Overall, the Sixers have 24 games on national TV, including those on ABC, ESPN, and TNT. They'll be home on Monday, December 2nd. Uh, with a game against the uh, Utah Jazz, and that's the night of the camp out for hunger. So uh, hopefully we'll be able to uh, get maybe get some tickets, get some things where we can uh, send some of our fans Or there. be ignored. It's quite well, possible. Ooh, yeah. no. Wait hopefully a second. Not. There's a novel so idea. I'm putting it out there. Uh, and one night after becoming the first person ever to land a double-double dismount at the U.S. Gymnastics Championship, Simone Biles continued to make more history. She became the first woman to land a triple-double with wow. two flips and three twists in competition on the floor during her routine. Biles won her sixth U.S. Championship with 4.95 points. She is only the second woman in history to accomplish the feat, and it's Biles' 20th consecutive all-around win dating back to 2013. And that's what I have for you this morning. Wow, lots of stuff. Thank you very much, Kathy. Appreciate it. Welcome to a Tuesday morning. You know, what's good about us having the day off yesterday is that uh, your Word of the Week prize is going to be that much easier to win. It's only going to be four letters. We have an indoor-outdoor folding tournament ping-pong table by Cornio. Or, or no, Corneo. That's it. Corneo, including a cover and an outdoor playing set courtesy of Royal Billiards and Recreation. I have one of I these. I was just about to say that very thing. Nice job, Steve. Yes. You've been playing? I love it. Yeah. And this sucker is like completely weather resistant. There's yeah. nothing on it that can be screwed up by the weather. Yep. It's for outside. They're awesome. So we will give that away on Friday. Get your first letter starting at the end of the program today, and then we'll add them up. And we'll have a four letter word. By the time we get to Friday, today is Tuesday. That also means that uh, we have Tattoos Day taking place. World famous Philadelphia Eddie's Tattoo. A chance for you to win. A tattoo from them, and just text word tattoo to three nine three three three, and uh, later on we'll pick a random caller and, or texter. I'm sorry, it might be you, and you go to the shop and you get your Preston and Steve tattoo. So hopefully you will do that during the course of the day. Our friends Deets and Watson are stopping by. 
today and uh can you do me a favor yeah can you just go through the list of things that are go- that are wrong with you today <laughs> uh, I, just just to put this in perspective and then put make the cherry on top what you encountered on the way to work all right so okay. i uh, I've, I've had pink eye pink for the eye past several days that started on friday right uh, and I have even worse than that. That's just an annoyance. Yeah. As you can hear nasally, I have a sinus infection. Right. That just sucks. Which causes your eyes, by the way, to water. Yeah. yeah I yeah. was up half the night because I had, a you know, all the sinus pressure and all this stuff. So yeah. And then on the way to work this morning, I got a flat tire. <gasps> oh, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, man. Were you lucky enough to get it on the highway? Uh, yeah, but I have run flat tires. Okay. Oh. So I was able to pull over. Somewhere in Plymouth meeting and changed the tire this morning. So. Are you serious? Yeah, so I did that. And, uh, you could have called me. I would have come to help. Would you? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Kathy you could have right rushed the car down on Kathy while you were changing the tire. I could have mm-hmm. sat in the car and changed the radio station for you. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, and in fact, on our, our little letter board that we have where you can write stuff, I just yeah. wrote, I wrote, I put the words, of course, <laughs> for me to look at. And uh, that's kind of my mantra the past few days. Of course, I have pink eye. Of course, I have a sinus infection, and of course, I got a flat tire on the way into work oh, this man. morning. So it's just this. We had we had an extended weekend, and it sucked for me personally. It was yeah. just terrible. The weather was gorgeous. Just what a beautiful weekend. Loved it. Hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> Hope you guys had a good time. Well, a similar I felt lousy the entire time. But similar whatever. weekend in the works, right? Possibly for this weekend coming yeah, up. Yeah, it's looking good. So, right. Well, it's up for Saturday. It says isolated thunderstorms. But good. Right. I'm holding on to hope that we'll have a wonderful day on Thursday for the Belly Flop Championship. Everything at, looks uh, decent. Yeah, at uh, our fr- at uh, Valley Forge Casino Resort. So we're headed back there. This is the rain date, and uh, yeah, we're all set to go. Everybody's there. Everybody is, is signed up and ready to go. We'll all be there. The whole thing. Don't worry. I'm, you're not gonna. You're not gonna get sick from being around me. It's okay. My I, as long as I wash my hands, the pink eye is okay. That's the only way you guys could get it is if I touch my eyes and I touch something else and you were to touch that too. All right. So we're good. We're good. By the way, farting on your pillow, never heard of that in my entire life. <laughs> we until have to I just... posted it on Instagram. Never heard that one before. We have to discuss this. And then uh but listen. With all this crap going on with me, I want to make sure that you have a great morning, and we certainly will do that for especially one person. We're going to give away $1,000 this morning. This is so cool. Yes. Avengers Endgame. Not only are we giving away $1,000, but we also have your chance to win this really cool thing. It's called the Limited Edition Avengers Assembled Steel Book. What? Along with all four Avengers films on digital 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray and Blu-ray. It's all available on that. And a $1,000 Best Buy gift card. So it's not $1,000 in cash, but it's $1,000 that you can spend at Best Buy. And by the way, uh, the Avengers Endgame Steelbook is... Hold on, I'm looking at this insanely overdone copy here. Uh, sold only at Best Buy stores and on BestBuy.com. So... How are we going to do this? Casey has set up an emoji code this morning for you to decipher. All right, so here is what you do. Now, we have it posted only on our website, right, on PrestonandSteve.com. That's how we're doing it this morning. So you need to go to PrestonandSteve.com, take a look at the emoji code, decipher it. And I'm sorry I didn't get to talk to any of you before the show started this morning. Are we taking a caller later on today? We'll take a caller later on. Whoever identifies it properly and is the designated caller to do so is going to win the book, 
the movies, and the $1,000 Best Buy gift card. It's a hell of a prize. Most definitely. So, make sure you take a look. We'll give you a good portion of the morning to head over there, do some digging, figure out what it is, and then hang close to the radio because we will give you an opportunity. We'll tell you when to call in to win that. So, I like that. That's yeah. a good thing. So, that's that's one positive thing that's happened yeah. so far this morning. Did you watch the movie over the weekend? I did not. All right. No. You, in fact, you couldn't open your eyes, so why would you uh, try? Yeah, it yeah. was difficult. No, I, I never got around to it. You know what? I Weirdly, I want to I want to have a clear head when I watch it. Yeah. And I'm I'm like, um, I'm just, I'm sick. I'm, right. I'm not... I'm not normal right now, so I want to I want to wait and then I'll uh, and then I'll watch. It. You want to be in the right frame of mind. I got it. Absolutely. All right, so let's take a break. Let's come back in a moment and let's talk about those oh so fun celebrities. Oh, they're so kooky. <laughs> and a stupid question, so we'll get to it all. I hope you have a lovely they're morning pips. on the way in this morning. I still love that word, <laughs> Pip. So we'll come back in a segment with all that. Hang here, gang. We'll be right back. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile app. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, thank you, Kath. So for the stupid question, we got a pair of tickets for Keystone Comic Con, which is going to be August 23rd through the 25th at the Pennsylvania Convention Center. And so, and by the way, you you know, on the August 25th, you'll be able to see Tom Holland. Uh, He will be there as you know, that's so cool. People, but you know, that's that's the big name. That's pretty awesome. So, stupid question this morning. Pet Rats got a major boost in popularity following the release of what movie in 2007? There was a 50% sales increase of no Pet Rats. Pet Rats. After this movie came out, that is correct. 215-263-WMMR. So Pet Rats got a boost in popularity following the release of what movie in 2007? Let's see if you know the answer. Call right now. I will uh, mention some birthdays while we are awaiting... Your answer today is Tuesday, August 13th. Uh, we have actor John Slattery. He has been in a couple of the Avengers movies. He had played uh, the older Howard Stark. Yes. He was 50, he's 57 years old today, but you saw him in two movies, in Ant-Man and in uh, Civil War. Uh, so he appeared in those two. So you see him as the Howard Stark that gets when he gets killed. Doesn't he... Doesn't he... Does he... Who's... Who's in Endgame? That's He's in Endgame, too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Nice. So he is uh, 57 today. He's also in Mad Men. Uh, actress Debbie Mazur. Always uh, liked her. 55. Yeah. She always had kind of a cool little attitude. Do you know what she looks kind of bizarrely sexy is when she's the coked up whore in uh, Goodfellas? Oh, oh yeah. my God! Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. She kind of looks bizarrely yeah, she's sexy. sexy. Yeah. yeah, he has to go over and help her cut everything. Right, and right, that, right. Yeah, that day of paranoia, and he's making the gravy, and one thing after and he, the helicopters flying, <laughs> flying, following him around, and the babysitter who's just uh, annoying <laughs> oh, as all. God, I hate her so yeah. much. <laughs> so, 55 years old today. Uh, going back to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it is uh, Sebastian Stan's birthday today. <laughs> Man, did I geek out when he showed up. Bucky and yeah. the Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah, he was really... He came here in the studio when uh, they were promoting the movie The Martian, which he's really good in as well. I wore my Captain America shirt, pressed. Did you? Oh, and he made a comment. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, nice guy. Kind of a quiet guy. Yeah, yeah. But uh, he's great as Bucky and the Winter Soldier. 
He's now in the new series. Yeah, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Uh, he is 36 years old today. Uh, our old buddy Danny Bonaducci. Ah. Uh, Danny turns 60 today. Always oh, like Danny. Grew up in the uh, the Partridge family and then made his way into radio and uh, was uh, here in Philadelphia on a couple of occasions yep. on the radio. And we always got along with Danny just fine. I think he's in Seattle now? I think you may be yeah. correct about that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Since uh, 2011, he's been hosting at a KZOK in, okay. uh, in Seattle. Well, we'll send out a happy birthday to uh, Mr. Bonaducci, 60 years old today. A milestone birthday for him and another milestone birthday for a Philadelphia legend. It's Bobby Clark's birthday. Wow. <laughs> That's how they say happy birthday to him. That's the, uh, yeah. the clip we play for <laughs> Bobby Clark. Bob! 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 <laughs> Uh, Bobby Clark is 70 years old today. It's funny when any time there is some sort of a um, NHL history montage, they always show that missing teeth shot of Bobby Clark smiling after they won the the cup. It's it's just... It's iconic. It's it's just the iconic old school, old time hockey. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. uh, Quintessential hockey image. Yep. Yeah. Bobby Clark, uh, 70 years old today. All right, we'll see if we can get an answer. (laughs) To the stupid question this morning, uh, Pet Rats got a major boost in popularity, 50% sales increase following the release of what movie in 2007? 215-263-WMMR is the number. And uh, to Rich we go. Hey, Rich, how you doing, buddy? Hey, how's it going, guys? Uh, Good. So we're talking about rats. Rats! And what movie spurred a 50% sales increase? I want to say Ratatouille. And you are correct, sir. No, it wasn't Rat Boy. <laughs> Rich, hang on a second because we have got a pair of passes for Keystone Comic Con. You can geek out at Keystone Comic Con August 23rd through the 25th, Pennsylvania Convention Center. On August 25th, see Tom Holland, star of Spider-Man Far From Home. Keystone Comic Con is so much more than a Comic Con. It's an exciting weekend for the whole family. You can get tickets at KeystoneCon2019.com slash tickets. All right, let's go to the entertainment stories. Wow, it's a bummer we weren't here, Steve, to get a little more fresh with this. But I know. Miley Cyrus, uh, you know about f- all that that went on yet. Uh, she is officially living her best life after splitting with husband Liam Hemsworth. What so f- is this? Soaking in that post-breakup glow with a potential new fling. The mother's daughter, singer, and the Hunger Games star called it quits on Saturday after less than eight months of marriage and many more as a couple. Uh, The two announced that they've decided to, quote, focus on themselves and their Mm -hmm. careers in a joint statement. Focusing on ourselves. Now, they had been on again, off again, just in their relationship. And I honestly thought they never were going to get married. So they finally get married. It's sort of a secret Ceremony. A wedding will fix things. The wedding. Up. Let's have kids too. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing that uh, is wild is, a, I guess, about five months ago, four months ago, she said she was um, bisexual, right? That she she enjoyed relationships with women as well. And lo and behold, right? I'm sure you have the information there. Well, yeah. So she is seemingly taking an on to the next level approach. As uh, hours before the news broke, she was spotted kissing Caitlin Carter. Carter recently ended her not-so-real marriage to reality TV star and Kardashian step-sibling Brody Jenner. 
Can you imagine? The two have been vacationing in Lake Como, Italy with Cyrus's sister, and were seen packing on the PDA at the Il Sereno Hotel over the weekend, where onlookers said they were not trying to hide it at all. Oh, they were just right out there in the open, Preston. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cyrus and Carter have been breathlessly documenting their travels on social media all week. Nick is uh, showing me a video from her Instagram account where she's in a white bikini and uh, just dancing very seductively. All right. So she's showing it all off. She's loving life. Big time, yes. Dumping that dead weight. uh, Cyrus and Carter have been, like I said, documenting all this stuff. Uh, They were provoking some eyebrow-raising responses from the Internet and their exes. Uh, so Carter had captioned a sun-kissed image of her and Cyrus saying, rock the boat, don't rock the boat, baby. And Jenner sent out the first missive writing, what else, hot girl summer in the comments under the photo. But the Hill star seemingly took his joking too far for Cyrus's taste, quipping that, uh, quote, pics of Liam and I holding hands on the beach are coming soon. So Q Cyrus entering the conversation with a commendably petty response, alluding to a fight that Jenner and Carter had on a recent episode of The Hills, New Beginnings. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God! She wrote, Brody Jenner, go take a nap in your truck and cool off. Hashtag hot girl summer. She hit back, adding two dancing girl emojis. Hot girl summer. <laughs> uh, Cyrus is apparently looking toward the future after the split, sharing an inspirational message about change on her Instagram. Yes, Steve. Oh, this is all happening on Instagram. I've got a follower, Preston. I'm missing so much. Are you ready? So here is is her inspirational message. She wrote... Do we have music? I think you should cue... The uh, this is inspirational, so this oh, is oh you want the uh, you... the anthem. So she wrote, "Don't fight evolution because I hear you, bro. You will never win. Like the mountain I'm standing on top of, which was once underwater, connected with Africa. What? Change is inevitable. This is mm. my fight. <laughs> All right, and life is a climb, but the view is great. This is my fight. Okay. Uh, you know what? I think you need a different one. Can you, do, uh, uh, can you read that line back this to me again? Which one? Uh, the climb one. Okay. This is my... <laughs> Li- this is my- <laughs> Life is a climb, but the view is great. What's the name of this song? You love that song. I, uh, do, yeah. I do love this song. I, I think that that's probably why she wrote yeah. it. Yeah. So. So Hem- so smart. Hemsworth, meanwhile, has been the only one uh, in this love square laying relatively low. Uh, he stepped out with his brother Chris in Byron Bay, Australia, where the two picked up some frozen yogurt. So they hit up Froyo. <laughs> hey, you want some uh, yogurt or something? Yeah. Hey, uh, we'll get frozen yogurt. But he did break his silence uh, a little bit. The 29-year-old was, uh, like I said, was hanging out with Chris. And, oh, uh, man, it just seems, let me eat my yogurt. It seems Liam isn't quite ready to jump back in. And uh, Liam told Daily Mail Australia when asked about the split, you don't understand what it's like. I don't want to talk about it, mate. I feel bad for him. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, he entered it. She seemed like a real a safe bet, Miley Cyrus. <laughs> that she would be the wife he had always wanted. Uh, but, uh, no, listen, the heart wants what the heart wants, Preston. Mm-hmm. And this heart wanted another chick. I guess so, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 I was about to say it's so funny, but not funny. It's just... Ha-ha funny? No. Like I make you laugh? It's interesting to, to watch 
couples in an off-again, on-again relationship, and you and your friends who know these people know. You know. Yes. It's never going to work. We it's just never going to work. But then one of them goes, let's get married. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, and now I'm going to be serious about yeah. it. This is it. I'm taking, I'm diving in. And they think that that is going to be the Band-Aid, that that's going to be the big... Oh yeah, you know, the impression of patch. commitment. Yes, yeah. let's put it. Let's have the trappings of commitment. Yeah, without and, the commitment, and then they don't realize after it, it just goes back to the same old crap, and it didn't. And there you are eating yogurt anything. with your brother. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you are eating froyo with your brother. <laughs> it's also funny to watch the reactions because he's laying low, not saying anything, not posting anything on Instagram. Meanwhile, Miley is going nuts on yeah. Instagram. She's and, finger blasting some, well, somebody in Lake Cuomo, and and uh, they're both she and this Caitlyn girl are both posting a ton of hot photos of themselves. So in order for them to get valid post breakup they need to post um these superficial shots of themselves right whereas liam is just like i'm gonna get some frozen yogurt yes. for anything just i don't know live your life how you want to live but maybe be a, a little respectful of the yeah, marriage yeah, you just yeah. had yeah. right yeah. i mean it, just take a little bit of a breather before you're squatting on each other's faces and yeah. pictures on instagram just just the hot girl <laughs> post breakup to me it's it, it's oh, so predictable it speed, is and it's so funny you, you just see it every time when you see somebody especially and we see it all the time <laughs> suddenly somebody you haven't seen in a long time is on Bathing suit pictures, uh-huh. ass shots, <laughs> tongue out. All over. Yeah, the whole thing is like I, some, I bet now that relationship's oh, on the skates. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, not, yeah, yeah, got it now. Okay. Yeah. I would pay good money. I'm looking at this video of Miley dancing around in her white bikini. I would pay good money to see Casey reenact this because Ooh. this is just hilarious. I would, I, how much money would you pay? Well, uh, you're saying good money. Not a lot. Because I will not do that for free. <laughs> what, if, what if we send you to Lake Como? <laughs> if you send me to Lake Como. Done. Done. I, uh, I can't stand her. I never have. Uh, but I, but, I, I, yeah, but I have to say, she is in phenomenal shape right yeah. now. She, she looks is, she is really, uh, she's been working out, you can tell. She, she looks su- much better than she ever has. Yeah, I still don't like yeah. her face, but anyway. <laughs> True. Or voice. Yeah. yeah. Or oh, no, no. I, oh, you mean her talking voice. Yeah. Well, sing- well, I love her singing, singing voice. Singing voice, yeah. You're right, Case. Yeah. I'm not a big fan, but you, she she can carry a tune very, very well. She's, she's got a level of musical talent. She yeah. can sing. She can, I've heard her belt, her belt it out. I, You know, I was sort of happy when she... Got together with Liam uh, Hemsworth. I wasn't. I didn't think she was hot enough for him. Like, well, he is super <laughs> handsome, and she's just like kind of like okay looking, but like she's also like really talented. But I, you, I just, you knew that there's if you're if you're marrying Miley Cyrus, you know if you bring up anything in the bedroom, okay, <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah, I got a donkey and a, and a barbecue tong. You down for it? Yeah. Okay. So they were married for you know. Roughly eight months, but they, they'd been together on and off for more than a decade. Yeah, a long time. Uh, so, uh, anyhow, uh, some question Some question whether their elaborate ceremony in, uh, in Nihi? Nihi! On, <laughs> on Sumba? This is all made up. Is this all, are these real These words? are for Nick, ten places. Yeah. You're a geographer. I know places, but yeah, this one's a mystery <laughs> to me. In Nihi on Sumba. How do you spell it? <laughs> How do you spell it? <laughs> Where'd you get married? <laughs> Nihi. How do you spell Nihi? N i h i. Oh, I thought you said Ehi. That's a town one over. No. <laughs> it's like Shelbyville in Springfield. <laughs> <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> That's how they sound in Ehi. Oh, Nihi Sumba. It's it's all. Oh, all right. Is it an island nation? Yeah, it's in. Yeah, uh... it's right next to Nelby Tai Tai. Indonesia. Oh dear Lord. Nelby and Tai Tai. 
is right next to Nihi on yeah. Sumba. Yeah. It's just south of Isotite. Where are y'all going? Wait. That's the main city. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just, I'm going into where you're going to wait. Uh, <laughs> so people are wondering if their ceremony in Nihi on Sumba in June of 2018 <laughs> was legally binding or not. They, they might not really be married. Ah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So that was a big story. It really, it's it sort of rocked my world. All right, let's move on to this. 27-year-old model Kate Upton yeah. is getting real. She's getting the, real, man. That's all I ever thought about Kate Upton. How real is this woman? On the cover of Health, uh, Upton, a vocal critic of airbrushing and an advocate for body positivity, refused to have her photo shoot airbrushed. Refused. Um, you see this knotted bush, it's all me. She said, when you think about it. Knotted bush. Nice <laughs> beaver. I don't think there's any beaver on the cover okay. of Health Magazine. Oh, no. <laughs> when you think about it, we have retouching everywhere now. We don't even know it. People are staging Instagram shots and retouching those pictures. That's the new norm. And then we believe that's how people actually look and think we should look that way, too. So, for me, doing an unretouched shoot is a step toward embracing real life. Uh, the goal should be to be the best you can. Try not to look like someone else. So we're looking Has at it... we're looking at the the picture, the untouched photo. Wow, she's a wreck. What a mess. Yeah. Oh my god. What 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 high priced makeup artist did her makeup? What high priced um, salon did her hair? Well, even if they didn't, she's still just Stunning. naturally yeah. gorgeous. Uh, so Upton, by the way, who gave birth to her first child in November, also says that she has a stronger body image now than she did as a young model. Oh, that's awesome. She adds that, uh, she's over the size two mentality. I don't want anyone to have to be in that negative space where they think, oh no, I don't fit into a size two dress. You know what? Who cares? Buy another one. Now that the damage is done. I'm changing. I'm changing the way I'm perceived. She was motivated to create Strong For Me with her trainer, Ben Bruno, in the hopes that she can help women of any fitness level get stronger. Uh, the thing about focusing, she said, on your own journey and strength is that you see the results more quickly. Instead of beating yourself up about the number on the scale, you notice when you get stronger. It's a healthier mindset, one that took me a while to get to. <laughs> That's really what I wanted to share with others, she said. So, yeah, okay. Can you fix my face? Because that's the problem. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's. I mean, you can. It's not just. But she's just beautiful, and so. I don't know. Yeah. If you want to get nitpicky, she's kind of gummy. She's got like <laughs> big old gums. Yeah, you're a little gummy. <laughs> you're a little gummy. No, uh, again, they're still they're they're wearing. You know, in, in the the top fashion designers are providing them with clothing. They have the top. Uh, hair people and makeup people, and that's you know. Listen, that's their occupation. You're supposed to, sure for, for, for that's forever. Why you're in that. Forever, Absolutely. we've known that people on the cover of magazines. There's, it, uh, you know, back when you bought Playboy, Preston, when you were in school, did you ever for one second think that those women were completely bereft of any sort of marks on their skin whatsoever? No. Did well, you even at that point? And did that ever stop you from pleasuring yourself? No, no, it didn't. But I, but Still I will doesn't. actually, I will say though, Steve. Like, the first time I ever saw, like, in the flesh, really, real naked boobs. Kathy Bates? No. Like, uh, I was like, oh, these don't look like, you know, I'm, I'm used to seeing on TV. You can put your top on. You yeah. can put your top back on, Grandma. I, I remember. <laughs> and it was kind of disappointing because they were, like, big. Right? So I was like, oh, these these things are going to be awesome. These are big. <laughs> and then when they, when they when they came out, I was like, oh, these mm. are, like, oh. Aww. They're, they're not like Emmanuel. I am, Mom. All right. <laughs> 
Well, anyhow, uh, let's move on to somebody else. Uh, while Hollywood A-lister Jessica Alba could be out every night of the week if she wanted. She, she could be. She has enough money to go out. She says that she's really a born homebody. Uh, still, after 11 years of marriage, Cash Warren and three children, she still wants to keep the spark alive. She said, uh, her, you're going to love this story. All right, yeah. Uh, I ripped I, from the pages of the news. She says, I, re- I really like being at home. And my kids like when we have a date night, they're like, ooh, you're kissing. And they always talk about how we go on dates and smooch. On the one hand, they have their kid reaction. But on the other hand, they're into it and they think it's healthy. So she is partnering with HelloFresh to capitalize on at-home date nights for other families with the company's first ever date night box featuring fresh ingredients and step-by-step prep instructions. Oh, no. The meal includes tomato bruschetta for an app. Prosciutto-wrapped chicken over truffled mushroom risotto for the main. Then food stirs, molten chocolate mug cakes for Is the dirt. Anything on that list that they can stuff in her mouth and shut her up? <laughs> uh, her date nights, by the way, she says that uh, she and Warren like to make uh, coco e pipi and Italian <laughs> meatballs together. Or a tagine and risotto. Yeah, that sounds like everybody's date night. And she also says she, uh, she likes to cook together with wine and maybe some jazz in the background. Mm. She also notes I that on some Miles Davis. She also knows you that make some you have to uh, get out of your yoga pants. Yeah, you do have to get out of your yoga pants. She says uh, you can have and an put ele- on your bib overalls. You can have an elevated outfit without it being uncomfortable. Throw on a slip or a slip dress, even what if you're that? barefoot. What's she talking about? You put on your game face. Mm, put on some jazz. <laughs> I'm a scat man. She says, uh, <laughs> it's getting me in the mood. <laughs> put on your game face. Okay. You Some... mean like put little dark marks <laughs> under your eyes? Yeah. <laughs> paint, paint your whole body. <laughs> Go devils. She said, <laughs> she said uh, Go meatballs. <laughs> Some people don't like to wear any makeup at all, but I, if, but if I put on even a little bit, I feel great. You look great. You're a stunning woman. Part of the HelloFresh date night box is that the first hundred customers will receive an Honest Beauty tinted lip balm and eyeshadow palette. Oh, my God. It's easy to do a nice, soft, smoky eye. That little touch of something makes it feel like it's not just another night in. I also love candles, music. Oh, oh, babe, I just want a hand job. Dimming the lights. Wow. Yeah, right? Wow. Dimming the lights and those little touches really help. Well, honey, if you want one, you just have to sit through this first. Dude, I just I still have to prepare some couscous. Yes, yes. Do a little more smoky treatment of my eyes. And then I'm going to flip over the Scatman and Carruthers album. <laughs> So anyhow, it sounds the, like he's gargling with a tire. The bottom line is that she's she's uh, partnering with um, HelloFresh and, and doing <laughs> date night box, which I don't see how this is any different than the regular yeah, HelloFresh meal that you get. It's a lot more expensive, apparently. Uh, how is it? It's been curated by Jessica Alba. Yeah, yeah that's true. what makes the, uh, uh, the 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 price set. I'm trying to find the price on it, the total price, but this uh, coupon that she's offering up gets you eighty dollars off. So whatever the price is, is worth it. It's so expensive. Oh, wow. It it might be. Sometimes you don't just order one. You you order like a month worth. May I suggest something? A box of wine and Tostino's. Yeah. Right? Now, we we did the HelloFresh thing for a long time and and enjoyed it. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. It's um, it's your date nights. How smoky did your eyes get? You got pink (laughs) eyes. Yeah, look at my eyes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's Totino's, by the way. 
Is it? Yeah. What'd you say? Damn it. He said Tostinos. Tostinos. He's combining Tostitos and Totinos, which wouldn't be bad. It wouldn't be terrible. Maybe I designed something you should look into. Totinos. All right, so... Uh, I threw this in the celebrity news, uh, just for the hell of it. Uh, less than two weeks after Kyle Buga Gersdorf, <laughs> well, he's from the area. He won $3 million in the Fortnite World Cup Tournament Championship. That's right. Uh, the Pennsylvania 16-year-old was swatted oh. on Saturday night while live streaming a game on Twitch. Yeah. Uh, he was playing Fortnite Arena Trios, I guess is how you say that, with friends. Uh, when he was heard talking to his father, and he said, I've been swatted. Before leaving for about 10 minutes. And when he came back, he said, well, that's a new one. They came in with guns, bro. That's scary. The Internet's effing crazy. So, you know, armed police came because they were told there was a situation there. It was a call. So Gearsdorf said the incident calmed down when one of the police officers recognized him. An official with the Upper Pottsgrove Township Police said that they got a call from someone pretending to be Gearsdorf, who said that he had killed his father and tied up his mother in the garage. Oh, my God. You remember they swatted some innocent guy. He, he showed up at the door and got shot. Yeah. Yeah, because police... They don't know. Well, and he didn't know what yeah. was going on. He just came to the door and, and uh, you know, they, they were told it was a threat and it wasn't. And it's... Dude, it's, it's a felony, is it not? It's dangerous for everybody. I hope it's a felony. Uh, I would hope so. The police believe the call came from Europe, by the way, so good luck tracking yeah. them down and, and having them face any kind of uh, repercussions for no, that at all. Yeah. It's not going to happen. So I feel bad for this kid, uh, but fortunately it got straightened out. By the way, when you swat someone, you're pulling away police that could be attending to something that might be real. Yeah, mm-hmm. that too. Absolutely. But, you're, you know, you're putting people in danger yeah. is horrible. Uh, seems like Gwyneth Paltrow might need to watch some of the movies she's been in because according to Marvel producer Kevin Feige, and I've heard, I think I've heard that's how you pronounce yeah. it. We've, we've pronounced it Feige and Fage and Feige, and I think it's Feige. Uh, apparently, according to him, she had no clue that she starred in numerous, numerous films with Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> In an Empire interview published on Friday, uh, Feige tells the magazine that the actress who plays Pepper Potts was confused when she saw Samuel L. Jackson at a 2018 gathering for the Marvel cast photo shoot for the 10th anniversary of Marvel Studios films. He said Gwyneth was asking why Sam Jackson was there. (laughs) And the other actors were jumping in and saying, what are you talking about? He's Nick Fury. You've been in movies with him. Uh, but Feige said that it uh, it was really something special. Now, in June, uh, she slipped up while appearing on Netflix's The Chef Show with John Favreau, who, of course, is a director for Iron Man and a bunch of the films, by accidentally revealing that she had no clue that she was in Spider-Man Homecoming with Tom Holland. Uh, in July, actor Sebastian Stan, whose birthday is today, uh, he plays Bucky and the Winter Soldier. Uh, he had worked with Paltrow in numerous films, and he shared that he had to reintroduce himself to her on three different occasions. <laughs> now, in her defense, the MCU films, uh, the sets are pretty secretive. Actors are often clueless as to what movies they're shooting a scene for when they arrive on set, and some have even been given bogus scripts. Uh, but one person at Paltrow apparently remembers working with is Chris Pratt. Uh, she at least... Felt moved to comment on a photo of his butt one time. I will tell you this: so you have all these different movies, and, the, and as the the structure goes, um, you know they're they're all shot sort of piecemeal, or were right. being shot sort of piecemeal. 
But um, we get the impression that, of course, they're going to go see these movies. And a lot of times, they don't. They don't, they don't see the finished product. I Yeah, and she may not really be into the whole superhero yeah. thing. So she doesn't go see it. She, gets, she goes, does her work, gets the check. Moves on to the next thing. And, yeah. You know, the so, work's been good. That's yeah. all we want. I'm yeah. trying to remember because there, okay. there are so many hours of, of movie, but uh, uh, were she and Sam Jackson in the same scene ever? <sighs> Not that I could recall because I, I did a quick search of my head this morning yeah. trying to think of the same thing, but I don't remember them ever. In the original Iron Man, sh- he's he's not in the scene with her. Yeah, uh, it's like Coulson. Coulson is in scenes with her, Yep, but it's not ever... To the best of my knowledge, Nick Fury and her. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see here. How about this? Leonardo DiCaprio and Sean Penn been living their best lives on a yacht off the coast of Italy. DiCaprio and his 22-year-old girlfriend Camilla Maroney have been uh, packing on the PDA right alongside Penn and his 27-year-old flame, Leela George. Life is good, huh? So I guess here's here's what I think is they they let the ladies kind of you know yeah. <laughs> they got together so that their girlfriend could have someone young talk to. It's a play date, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. hey we get together for a play date. <laughs> here's some string. <laughs> Go play in the court. Yo, he is in phenomenal shape, though. I mean, uh, oh, have you Leo, got Sean. Well, no, 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 Sean Penn. Oh, he's always been pretty body conscious. He's he's buffed up for a couple of roles. He has in movies throughout the years. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, they, can I like, you believe that? I like the idea of a play date. Yeah. Penn is, he's 58. She's 27. Uh, Leo is 44. She's 22. Do you have your toothbrush? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Got everything. Do you have, yeah. Do you have your iPad? Did anybody else Got watch her cartoons on it? Anybody else watch that show that he was in? Uh, not first man. And was it Last called man. The, the, no, no, no. It was called like the first. It was an astronaut thing, right? It I, was. I, I heard, I heard good Penn? things about it, but yeah. it's it's not on anymore. Yeah, they were going to. It was you know on on Amazon Prime or Hulu or whatever it was. Uh, so they released it all at once, um, and it was about uh, a mission to Mars, the first. Yeah, um, you know, but I, I don't know if it was uh, if it was something. That was just like a one-time limited series, I, I, I or I think it was supposed to go a little bit longer, and uh, they uh, they decided I liked to it. pass on it. Yeah, it was okay. on Hulu case. Yeah, okay. There was a, a problem though, Preston, between the two girlfriends. They were they were they were playing a game, and one girl lost, and she started to throw a, a, like a hissy fit. Yeah, <laughs> and Sean Penn had to go go and go say I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. To Leo's girlfriend, and then a timeout. Yeah, for a while after that, so I want ice cream. Mm-hmm. All right, and then one last story. The star-studded morning show uh, is making a bow. So this stars Reese Witherspoon, Jennifer Aniston, Steve Carell. And Apple released the first trailer for the morning show, which has been described as a high-stakes drama that takes a close look at what happens behind the scenes on morning TV. And this is uh, Jennifer Aniston's first foray back into TV since Friends ended in 2000. Honestly, if it's anything like the high-stakes nature of what goes on behind a major morning radio show, it's going to be boring. Uh, so this is a TV show. Oh. So the morning show will drop in the fall of 2019. And it says that Apple released it. So is that Apple? App, their, app, their, their version of Netflix. They have a whole series of... Um, What's it called? I don't name it now. Um, you know, I forget the, the it's iteration. It's Apple TV, right? I think it's going to have something like okay. Apple. Nick, can you, if you can check that out, yeah. with what their actual Apple streaming, streaming. surface is. But, but uh, yeah, they have a whole bunch of stuff. M. Night Shyamalan's working with them and, and uh, the It's Always Sunny guys. Uh, there's a whole bunch of new content coming out. Okay. Uh, we can move over to the clips now. Adam ruins everything. Sets out to break everyday misconceptions about the world we live in. In this clip, Adam Conover 
explains how he translates the topics on his mind into episodes. Here we go. They always stuck with me, you know, and they would always they would always really like sort of, you know, get me a little worked up and, and be fun to think about, you know. And so creating the show is really a matter of saying, OK, how can I give that same feeling to the audience over and over again? Here's here's a feeling I've always loved when I read a piece of nonfiction. How do I combine that with comedy and give that to the audience over and over again? <laughs> I love that show. Uh, in fact, he did an episode uh, that was exclusively about all the mistakes that they had made in previous. Uh-huh. I episodes. saw that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was really. I'm like, okay, good. You're yeah. uh, you're, you're turning it around on yourself, and that's solid. Uh, Adam ruins everything. Returns tonight, ten o'clock on True TV. Here's the next clip. Taking place in 2199, Pandora features an intelligent young woman learning to defend the galaxy from threats while she attempts to learn the secrets of her identity. Here, Priscilla Quintana describes how she lives vicariously through her character. She is resilient. She is a badass. She's tough as nails, but still soft, like kind. And she fights for what she wants. And I resonate with all those things. But she's just so much cooler than me. Uh, so Pandora will air tonight at 8 o'clock, and that is on the CW. How'd they get away with that now, with the, uh, the Pandora being, um, I'm sure, trademarked for the Avatar yeah. movies? I don't know. But then again, there's Pandora bracelets as well. Yeah. That's an And there is, yeah, there's Pandora the music service, right? Isn't that? Yeah. There's Man, a lot what of, the hell is uh, going on Well, what here? is Pandora? I mean, if you were to, like, the, the actual the definition of him. Uh, it. It's Pandora's box. Yeah. So Pandora yeah. was a... I'd have to look it up. Pandora was a character in Greek mythology. Yes. But, uh, and if yeah. you open Pandora's box, you All the, make uh, a baby. The evils come out and you make a baby. No. Uh, <laughs> it's the first woman uh, that's a human created by a god. Oh, okay. And, uh, we did it! Yeah, we figured it out. <laughs> and to answer your question, Steve, earlier, it's Apple TV Plus, which I don't know what that is. That's that what is the streaming uh, service. So that's uh, the morning show. The, the right. Jennifer Aniston thing is going to be on Apple TV Plus. So that will be within your Apple TV if you already have Apple TV? It should be, yeah. Okay. Because uh, I have Apple TV, but I've never watched Apple TV Plus. <laughs> All right, here's another. Dev- you want me to read this? Yeah, please. Okay. Definition of Pandora: a burrowing bivalve mollusk with a fragile shell, the unequal valves of which form a box with a lid. Mm. That's what uh, the show's about. Uh, yeah, that's what the show's about. <laughs> the no, mollusk. I think they probably got the name for that mollusk <laughs> from the Greek, uh, probably mythology. The, the famous mollusk that created woman. Well, yeah, that's a. Uh, that's a clam, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Stop talking about clams. Please. Stop thinking of clams. <laughs> Already. All right. And there you go. That's what I have for you in uh, the entertainment report. So, we have a chance for you and a whole bunch of cool stuff this morning. We have a limited edition Avengers Assembled Steel Book. All four Avengers films on digital 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray and Blu-ray. And a $1,000 Best Buy gift card. How do you win this, pray tell? Well, what you have to do is go to PrestonandSteve.com. We're doing an emoji code. Yeah. Casey has put together a series of emojis that will reveal some sort of phrase or words. And uh, later on, we'll ask you to call in. And if you get it correct, then There's you... There's no words. You win. There, there are no words There's on no it, actually. Words. Have you guys figured it out yet, by no. the way? No. I haven't even looked I at it. Yeah. so hard. <laughs> Uh, so make sure that you, you I get... can't read it. There's no, there's no words on it. I'm sorry, Bill. You just have to, <laughs> you just have to do your best. So, uh, thing sucks. Well, that's your opinion. 
So uh, go take a look at it. We'll get a call in later on. And uh, don't forget that uh, in celebration of the in-home release of Marvel Studios Avengers Endgame, Marvel Studios and Best Bar are giving back to the fans who have invested so deeply in the Marvel Cinematic Universe with the We Love You 3000 fan give back. That is well, what, do it live! <laughs> that is what it's called. So figure out today's emoji code and then listen for your chance to call in and win. So get to that. That is your homework assignment this morning on the way into work. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back in just a moment and uh, see what we can get into. So make sure you stay with us. All right. With so many rock shows coming to BB&T Pavilion in August, MMR figures we'll just pitch our tent and stay the whole month. Nine killer rock concerts creates the opportunity for MMR's first rock residency. Breaking Benjamin. Santana. Alice Cooper and Hailstorm. MMR's got complete concert coverage and lots of chances to win your way in. For a complete rundown on MMR's rock residency in August and a chance at exclusive prizes and backstage experiences, check WMMR.com. Hi, thanks, Kat. By the way, uh, Deeds and Watson, our friends, stopping in today. So thank you to uh, Marinucci's Deli in the Northeast. They're going to be bringing us an assortment of their specialty sandwiches including Addie's Hot Chicken featuring Deets and Watson Southern Fried Chicken. Southern Fried, you got to say it that way. Uh, Buffalo Wing Cheddar and Sriracha Aioli, and you can check them out in the Deets and Watson Real Philly Deli Hoagie Guide. We have a couple of other things going on. Chances to win a Preston and Steve Tattoo, which we do on Tattoos That's today. Text the word Tattoo to 39333. we got a $350 gift certificate for world-famous Philadelphia Eddie's Tattoo to give away to get your Preston and Steve Tattoo there at the shop. And... Uh, we have your chance to get on board with the emoji code today. It is your chance to win. It's uh, with our friends, Avengers Endgame. Uh, and we have this really cool package. So it's the Avengers Assembled Steelbook. All four Avengers films on uh, digital 4K, Ultra HD, Blu- HD Blu-ray, and Blu-ray. And... A $1,000 Best Buy gift card. That is a wonderful package of stuff. So get to work on the emoji code. It is only at PrestonandSteve.com today. Take a look at it, decipher it, crack the code, and then get yourself ready because we'll tell you when to call in to win. Our designated caller gets a chance to answer and possibly win that whole package, and that does include that $1,000 Best Buy gift card, so get yourself ready for it. Just as the Avengers had to gather the Infinity Stones, you two have to crack this code. This is true, exactly. All right, so, uh, yeah, Kathy's right. It was a beautiful weekend. Gorgeous. Stunning. But it was great getting out there, wasn't it? <laughs> it was actually quite quite glorious. I'm sure you were enjoying it all, just going around seeing things. And, uh, oh, no, that's right. You never made it out of your I house, I never did left you? the house. I, no, I did actually leave the house at one point, but... Uh, to rub your eyes on things? My wife made me. <laughs> no, she made me go to a party. Oh! I know. I was not Dude, in the mood two to go to a party. eyes with, filled with pink eyes? Oh, my God. Horrible. And I and I looked ridiculous. Yeah. All right. So yeah, I I so I, I had pink eye. For those who don't know, I have pink eye. I started feeling it on Friday when we were here. Remember the yeah, show? Yeah, we saw. And I thought it was actually clearing up by the time you left. You seemed to be better. It was just getting started. No, yeah, it was that just gets a tease. worse quick. Yeah, and so and and I had a sinus infection, which is actually even worse. The pink eye was just an annoyance, but the uh, the sinus infection just made me feel horrible all weekend long. 
Uh, and then I got a flat tire on the way to work this morning. <laughs> Damn, man. So, I hate to chuckle, but it's, I mean, you know, it's the way life goes. Yeah. When it craps on you, it really spreads the cheeks. So I started, uh, yeah, Friday morning I woke up and I'm like, my, my right eye, I had a hard time opening. And I'm like, oh, man, I wonder what's up here. And I saw myself in the mirror. And my mm-hmm. eye was, was red. And I'm like, I bet I have pink eye. And I called Dr. Mike. He got me some stuff. Well, then by the time I got to Saturday, it had uh, jumped over the bridge of my nose. Uh. Huh. And went into the left eye, and and I'm sure that happened because I was rubbing my of eye, course, of and course, then, and then rubbing the other eye, and I just got it in there too. So by the time I woke up Sunday morning, dude, Steve, I kid you not, I woke up and could not open my eyes. I could. I'm sitting. No, there, I'm I like, know. It, I didn't panic because I had already, yeah. flirt, you know, the right eye had already, I'd already felt what that sensation was like. I'm like, let me sit here and really try and open mm-hmm. my yeah. eyes without using my hands, and I couldn't do it. I mean, I'm like. I'm like stretching yeah. my eyelids and my forehead oh, as much as I could because they were all crusted <laughs> shut, oh, Kathy. Dear God. Crusty, yellow, boogery material that had solidified and crystallized overnight uh, and sealed my eyeballs shut. I know this for a fact because when I was a kid, the one and only time I had pink eye was as a kid. And I remember the terror of, of not trying being able to, to figure out. <laughs> Yes. And wait, yeah. did you listen to me and call Doctor Mike, or did you wait until you had it in both eyes? Oh no, no, no. I called him. Okay, yeah, I, I called right. him that day. Okay, and All in right, fact, good. he'd seen. He kind of brushed it off, and then he had called me later in the day. And God bless Doctor Mike; he's the greatest doctor in the, the world. Best because he had called me. We spoke Friday morning, and then he called me Friday afternoon. He went to the shore, and I could hear in the background. Whoosh, yeah. I could hear the beach oh, and everything. He's like, and so he called to check on me. Oh my He's just God. the greatest man in the world. And I, you know, and he said, hey, I'm sitting here on the beach. You know, he's kind of being quiet because his family was around. He didn't want him to know he was working while he was calling me. But anyhow, and, and so we talked about the sinus infection. That was the main thing that he was concerned about. I'm like, what about this eye thing? And he's like, I oh, might have this. Let me call something in. So he called me in this ointment that I, and not right. drops, ointment. Yeah, yeah, I wonder why. You have to I, get into my eyeballs. Because I did have it before, and uh, I got the drops, and it cleared it up. I mean, I want to say almost in a day. Really? Yeah. Uh, well, he probably did Dr. that because Mike? you bothered him at the beach. <laughs> probably. What's, but, uh, what's the slowest working stuff you have? Uh, so I had to put the ointment in there, and it's, uh, yeah, it, it started, you know, it just, it's gotten, slowly, <laughs> slowly it's gotten better. The right eye, I woke up yesterday morning, and I could open the right eye. That yeah. was good. Ooh. And uh, the left Gross. eye was still sealed shut. But I woke up this morning, I was able to open both eyes. So it's, oh, it, it, it's clear enough. It just sucks. And and this, it's very contagious. And by the way, the picture I posted on Instagram, that's nothing. That no? was Yeah, the, the next day was horrible. Like Wait, deep red? Like dra- deep Dracula red. red? Yeah, 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 both eyes. So the picture we're looking at, is that Saturday morning? Uh, I think so, yeah. Okay. And when, oh, when was the party? Uh, Saturday afternoon. Yeah, and then it got really bad. It was Saturday evening. You should have come in saying, I just watched Marley and me. Yeah. I can't believe you didn't put your foot down. I can't believe. Happy I mean, wife, listen. Happy wife, happy life. I understand yeah. that. I, I really, really do. And so many times, like, you know, you, sometimes you have to do things you don't want to do. But when you're sick yeah, and you have pink not... eye, you can Wait. go, dude, I, I cannot go. I know the story. Did, yeah. you, did you like the people whose party you were going to? Yeah, it was oh, uh, okay. It was our friend uh, Brian from oh, Course Photography. Brian's oh, great, yeah. He's okay. great, and he was having a get-together, and I come walking in, and he goes, he even looked at me, he goes, 
I told her you guys didn't have to come. Oh. No. You should have gone around to all his cameras and go, this is really nice. <laughs> Start picking up and holding up to your eyes. <laughs> what, what kind of lens is this? And Ooh, I, this one's nice. Yeah, he's like, I told her you guys didn't have to come, and I just kind of shrugged my I'm like, yeah, I'm here. Whatever, man. Give me some booze. Yeah. <laughs> That'll up. help. Yeah. So I opened up Instagram and had 9,000 messages because you posted a picture <laughs> and tagged me in it. Yeah, I did. I said, will Kathy even let me in the studio? <laughs> no, she probably would not. You look much better today, so you, obviously it's had a... You do, so I let you in. Yeah. Uh, but I will say, I had one response that I was going to write, and, and I didn't. I went with, no, no, she will not. But my first response was, did a, a stripper fart on your pillow? <laughs> okay, so... Uh-huh. And this is why I'm bringing this up. And, and the so legend is born. I immediately I saw I saw the first comment. One of the first comments was, uh, "Oh, somebody farted on your pillow," or "Casey farted on your pillow," or whatever. I'm like, "Okay, whatever." And then they kept coming and coming and coming and coming about farting on your pillow, farting on your pillow. Farting. I'm I've and I told my wife, "I'm like, have you ever heard of this before?" She said, "No, I've never heard that myth." Never. In my life. So we always, com- we combined the two because uh, the farting on the pillow was always, I mean, it was just, that was kind of how you could get pink, pink eye. eye is if somebody farted on your pillow. And then a friend of mine got pink eye after a stripper at a strip club rubbed her boobs in mm-hmm. his face. Yeah. I think I remember so, you telling me that right, story. So, yeah. uh, so someone had farted on so, her boobs. So, our, so we turned it into, yeah, so we turned it into <laughs> a stripper farted on your pillow. Okay. I like wow. that. So but uh, so this thing, Kathy, throughout your life has, yeah. been, has been a legend of yeah. the farting on the pillow. Oh, I, I had it. to say I was, in, I was in Preston's camp. I had not heard it. Marissa's heard it. And that's why I was like. Okay, so it's either, and since Rochelle hadn't heard it, I'm like, it's either regional or it's an age thing. Um, okay, so I thought there was, um, I think there's a scene in Knocked Up where they mention farting on a pillow because, okay. uh, like, the entire Seth Rogen lives with a bunch of guys and they all end up, all up, end up getting pink eye. And I think that there was, there was a mention of farting on a pillow, <laughs> which is where this may have become more of a mainstream hmm. uh, urban legend. So, the, okay. But the the concept being that fecal matter, particulate fecal matter from your fart would infect your eye and give you yeah. pink eye? Yeah. I, yeah. That seems I, valid. But I don't, I, don't think, uh, I don't think fecal matter has anything to do, not that it matters. No, it doesn't. Uh, to it me has anything to do with pink eye. Well, I think, well, hold on. Let's, do you ever let's, bob for apples I in your toilet? <laughs> Dr. Mike told me it was viral. Yeah, right? It but viral. isn't it, be, it's because something gets in your eye, correct? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I know is that it? it is contagious. I don't even... uh, and I don't know. Nick's looking up the, the 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 technical term for it is conjunctivitis. Yes. Um, and you'd have to look like at... the uh, conjunctivitis. What's your function? function? No. Sealing up your eyes and making you blind. Do you have gonorrhea or chlamydia? <laughs> I have both. Okay. Well, then that can cause it as well. Okay. Is your labia major distended? <laughs> Oh my! <laughs> you don't wear. You never I wear put contacts on it to stretch it out. What's that? You never wear contacts, right? Nope. Don't because wear contacts. People who wear contacts, they they can get it more. Um, I've heard that the, frequently. The only it perhaps impressive it is perhaps a, a degree of cleanliness is involved. Though if it's viral, would that even matter? Well, well it's viral per- and bacterial. Oh, it says okay. Prevention is partly by hand washing. Allergies to pollen or animal hair are also a common cause. Kathy, Wait. what do they say about washing your strippers? Oh, your strippers' pop. ass. The only thing I could think of is that my my dog like licks everybody's face like crazy. Yeah. Well, and, uh, and uh, there you go. Haley may have gotten licked my eye. You know, are you the uh, only one around my nose and eyes? No, everybody. Everybody has it. No, no, no. I mean, that has a pink eye in your house. Yeah, I'm the only one that has pink eye now. Okay. Have you been Nobody's to Ghana or Peru recently? <laughs> 
twice last spring. <laughs> you were at Risque Ghana. <laughs> um, this is so gross. I cannot look at these pictures. I'm done. Mm. Um, so, but, well, so th- there's a lot that's carried around. I'm surprised, honestly, if you that you have it. And had it, and no one else in the house has gotten it. Well, I just made sure that I, you know, yeah. like Dr. Mike said, don't use, okay, if you use a towel, don't let anybody else use right, it. Right. Oh, my God. Uh, Did you clean off all your lice? Uh, yeah. <laughs> we do get the weirdest stuff, you don't do? we? You do? You get stuff yeah. You get stuff that people oh. coming to the new world would have gotten yeah, on the ship. Right. I'm, waiting for, I'm waiting for this scurvy outbreak at the end. Uh... See, I don't think this is all that weird. It's, I mean, it looks gross when your eyes are pussing, but I yeah. don't think it's yeah, that next weird. I'll have, next, I'll have the mumps or a goiter or, yeah. you know, or, or, or gout or something. He's got the black death. Something weird. <laughs> yeah. You know. Um, <laughs> is this something that people call out from work sick for? I think because of its uh, of its contagiousness, I think sometimes that would probably be the case. You, but Preston, I, I, you know, is going to be aware, obviously, of it, well, I it's in rubbing with, your I, eyes. I walked in with Matt Cord this morning, and he was like, "I can't believe Preston's here." Oh, I wouldn't know. No, he's just excited to see. You. Were, I, I, was I can't the... believe Preston's here. <laughs> I... No, but I'm saying he was shocked that the guy wasn't out. Uh, yeah, it wasn't something that you'd call out sick for. No, nah, no. I, I, uh, it, diarrhea. Doctor Mike told me as long as I wash my hands, yeah. don't touch my eyes, <laughs> everything's cool. Do you, you think you would have been able to drive on Saturday or Sunday? I'm sorry, Case. Yeah. Uh, drive on Saturday and Sunday. But, yeah, the, you can see. With yeah, you can see. It. That's right. what I didn't know how. But how I, closed your eyes actually were as a result. No, no. The, only when you wake up. Okay. I can't see. <laughs> when I had it, my eye doctor told me I could even still wear my contacts if I wanted to. Oh, I, really? Yeah, I didn't. Uh, you know, I wore my glasses, which I, I don't usually do, but just because it was kind of irritating. Mm-hmm. I would have been worried that the contact would have gotten stuck to my eyeball forever and ever. That, yeah. Yeah. Um, my, oh, yeah, yeah. My son used to... Um, his. Uh, um, tear ducts were clogged, uh, so we actually had to have like a Whoa. little minor procedure. Oh, yeah, I remember that. So he would I... wait. He would wake up quite often, and it wasn't pink eye, but he would wake up quite. And it was such a shame because he was only like two years old, uh, <laughs> and he wouldn't be able to open his eyes. And we wow. always had to get like a warm, wet washcloth. And... So no, no tears would be able to pass through the the open duct. And N- not it necessarily back up, or... that, but you know, this is so long ago. Yeah. Uh, you know, no, because he could cry, and okay. the tears would come down, but. I guess uh, I, he would whatever just, it was, it was not. There, there would always be a giant collection of eye boogies when he was awake, wow. and then when he would go to sleep, it would be even worse. I had that happen when I was a baby, My, yeah. and I had to have surgery. They yeah, had to, so he did. Yeah, they had to stick a little probe into the tear ducts and clear them open. Oh, would yeah. it look like? I mean, I'm not, I'm not joking it, but would it look like like little omelet things on your? Because I've seen kids that look like they have a. A tremendous yeah. amount of, as you call them, eye boogies that almost covers the whole eye. I think what Seamus went through is the same thing what what I went through, and it, mm-hmm. I was one case when I had to have the surgery. Obviously, I don't remember it at all, yeah. but my parents would have to take the the warm washcloth to my parent to my eyes, yeah, just every to morning. Open them up. It, yeah. was, wow. it was wild because he, you know, they had to put him under, so he was under yep. anesthesia. And listen, he was a cute baby. But he was so cute when he was coming off of that anesthesia. He was like, <laughs> you know, like. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> I just pooped in my pants. <laughs> uh, let me see. I'm going to go to some calls here. I'm going to go to Megan. Hey, Megan, good morning. Hey, guys, what's up? Yeah, just uh, talking about my crusty eyeballs. What's up? <laughs> dogs my husband and i um and they both had pink eyes simultaneously and i my left eye started itching so i called the vet and i found out that it's not contagious between dogs and humans okay did, did so if okay. the if the dogs have pink eye though c- can the dog 
vis-a-vis their saliva or whatever transfer anything that could cause pink eye? Did, was your was your doctor they clear? They said that they either got it at the dog park or we just had gotten them through. What kind of strippers so walk your dog? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. All right. I don't <laughs> Thanks, Megan. I wasn't sure if, you know, whatever it was, that they, not that the dog had pink eye, but had gotten something that caused irritation. I don't you know. Rep- listen, we, and we, you you do the same thing. I do it as well. And then do the whole thing. Oh, yeah. and, you know, like uh, a Niedermeyer, you know, with the horse. And, yeah. and the truth of the matter is that there's, there's a lot of things in, that can F you up, you know. Yeah. Hang on a second. Or Casey found this, or Marissa did this clip from uh, Knocked Out. Holy crap. What happened? You got pink eye. Giving each other butterfly kisses or something? Ha ha ha! Very funny. That's not how you get pink eye. You get it from poo particles making their way into your ocular cavities. <laughs> you can get pink eye from farting in a pillow. Totally. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, that's right. That, okay, so so that's, I don't know if I believe that or heard, had heard that before that movie, yeah, or if that's the that's where I had, had heard it for the first time. Yeah, it's a chicken and egg thing, but yeah. uh, it may have just reaffirmed the long-standing yeah. legend. I didn't know. These th- I love these things where you, you know, yes. it's the, oh, we've talked about this before, the punching someone with their eyes crossed. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, 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 I yeah. mean, is there any scientific <laughs> anything? Well, or like, you know, hair on your hands from, from spanking it. Right. That used to be the, no. the myth. That but you can't see the hair palms. because you've gone blind, Preston, <laughs> yeah, so you never right. see the hair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we used to tell my brother that uh, if he kept picking his nose, his brain would cave in. Right. Uh, I've heard that he, one. He had believed that for the That's longest time. That's a standard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let me see. I'm going to go to John. Hey, John, good morning. Oh, my God, they picked me. Yes, <laughs> you're on, John. What's up, bud? Hey, so I'm, I'm in, the, um, in the reserve, and one of the things I always found odd is we'll have guys get uh, injured in between our drill weekends that we have to go to, and, you know, some guys will have a pretty serious injury, and they'll want them to actually come in, show the paperwork to the medical staff and all that. But if somebody calls and says, hey, I have pink eye, they're, they're just like, email us your note. I don't want you to come in here. No kidding. So injuries don't get you the pass, but pink eye will. Absolutely. Wow. It's always hilarious to me. I, like, I'll be walking, and then once in a while you have somebody that actually shows up for duty but has pink eye, and the, the corpsman will come out and, and see him walking down the hallway and be like, what's wrong with your eye? And uh, and I've I've seen these guys walking out with their bags like oh I'm going home. <laughs> uh, does pink pink eye doesn't affect your eyesight though, does it? It just I mean, it no, be... it's because of how contagious it is. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. If we're, we're in close quarters a lot of times, so yeah. yeah. Any that unit. Thanks, John. There Appreciate are those it. things that lot like like bed bugs, like lice, like right. anything that's a close proximity. So my first indicator that something was going on with my eye, first I felt like there was an eyelash yeah. in my eye. Yes. And and I was like, oh, man, and it, it was annoying, and I couldn't get it. You know, I'm, I'm pulling the, the lid yeah. down, and I'm trying to get it out of there. And as I was doing that, then things in my right eye started getting blurry. And I'm like, well, that's weird. That usually doesn't happen if yeah. I uh, get a lash. And eventually the, the blurriness went away, and then it just... Mm-hmm. The irritation stayed, and then when I woke up the next morning, and it was sealed shut. Mercedes, like, take a look at my eye. Does it look? <laughs> when uh, you're done on the center pole, can you take a look at my eye? She's the one that had to fart on my pillow, right? right. Yeah, yeah, she farted on your pillow. Yeah, that would be ten bucks. <laughs> uh, let me see. I will go to Dave. Hi, Dave. Good morning. Hi, Dave. You're on the air. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Now we can hear you. <laughs> hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Good. What's up, Dave? 
Uh, I work at Children's Hospital, and you were mentioning about not working while you have pink eye. I contacted pink eye while I was, I guess, through work maybe, but whatever. I was sent home for four days until it cleared up. You just weren't allowed to work with pink eye because you're contagious to the other children, I'm sure. Yeah, okay. you, you, yeah. You, you, you work at child. I can see that there. Yes, yeah. with, with their, uh, their um, reserves down, their immunity level reduced, you'd be, yeah, that'd be an issue. Yeah, that makes sense. They're all very compromised. You're absolutely right. Yeah, but the, the thing is, in radio, we're all expendable. Thanks, so there's a Thank you, Somebody, a couple of people texted in and said that the conjunctivitis is likely a, or yeah, is likely a byproduct of the sinus infection that I have. Interesting. Oh, so it th- says I had one instance identical to what you're talking about in college. I know so. Doctor Mike's a P1. He could, you know, he's he is usually he's, he'd be on the blower now. He might still be taking a couple days off. He was headed down to the shore. He deserves it, man. I always, oh I always tell him. I'm. Oh, in fact, I have to check in with him because I, I do checkups on him. Yeah, I'm he sure does. His wife made him. He doesn't want days off. He, no. he told me yeah. while he's on the beach. He's like, you know me. He's like, I can't if I'm not working. He goes, if I, if I won the lottery, I die. <laughs> yeah, I asked him one time. I wouldn't he, have anything to do, and it would drive me crazy. I just have to be working all the time. I asked him one time if he had like a vacation. I said, "Is that a vacation day for you?" He goes, "Does your sickness take a vacation?" <laughs> he does, and he is, and he is true to his word. On uh, Thanksgiving, around three thirty, when most people four o'clock, you pick. You know, he, that's the kind of doc, but he gives a rat ass, and that's uh, we're all the better for it. He is an amazing man, no question. <laughs> uh, all right, what I want you to do is have a strip of fat on your pillow. Here you go. Let me go to. <laughs> Ryan. Hey, Ryan, good morning. Hey, dickheads. <laughs> hey, Ryan. <laughs> dickheads? I like I like, I I like the dickheads. All right. That's not the call and response. Go ahead, Ryan. Um, so I used to work with this guy in Exton, and he would come in all lit up all the time. His eyes would be completely red. And the one morning he comes in, and his eyes are all glassy, and his one eye is red, and he has a huge smile on his face. And the other one, clearly, he just put Visine in. Uh-huh. And he goes up to the boss and goes, oh, I think I have pink eye with a huge <laughs> smile on his face. <laughs> and they were, they were oh just like, God. Jeff, go home. Oh, that's I great. guess pink eye can yeah. be fairly easy to fake, right? Well, yeah, if you're high, if, you, yeah. if, if you're high or yeah. some way you can irritate one eye, yeah. <laughs> All right, thanks. Oh, it was hilarious. I no, could totally hilarious. see that. I could totally <laughs> see that happening. And it has been fun. Watching, I did go out a few times. We, we went to a movie, right. and then uh, you know I went to that party, and uh, you know I just go to go to a convenience store or whatever. But it is has been pretty funny watching people react when they were deep red to the eyeball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah especially when it's hey. when one was much more. Or yeah, actually <laughs> cool. both of them. Yeah, I mean like fire red, Steve. And uh, just watching people just kind of double take was kind of stay away funny. from that man. Yeah. He had yeah. a stripper part in his face. Preston, <laughs> you didn't you didn't go to a three D uh, movie, did you? No. Okay. <laughs> no, no, I did not. Don't you throw those out? Yeah. I no, really, they... I really wanted, over the weekend, because I didn't feel well, I just wanted to stay in, but I really wanted to work on uh, the VR game I've been playing. Oh, which one? But it's it's called Red Matter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyhow, we, uh, um, you, you know, can't. We, sh- we share you the, can't. the helmet, and yeah, I'm yeah. like, should I? No. It'd be, you know. Unless you want to buy a, a, a pink eye headset. Not cool at all. And you know what? Here, hang on a second. I'm, I'm glad that Sean is calling in because because I didn't feel well, I thought, well, maybe I'll go get a massage somewhere. Uh, but Sean is a massage therapist. Hey, Sean, good morning. And that green thing. <laughs> What's what that? that? That's Mel Gibson. God. Oh, is that one of his rants? Yeah, from, uh, from his phone call. Oh, wow. That's a bl- good, good call. I totally thing. forgot that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, so. Yeah, man. So, 
um, I've been a uh, therapist for about 15 years, and a couple of times a year we'll have someone come in with the flu mm. and want to get a massage. But the biggest thing that we've had a problem with is people coming in with pink eye, and they look at you like you're crazy, like, no, you need to massage me. And we we can't even have them, like, get their robes on or do anything like that because, I mean, if anybody knows about pink eye, it's highly contagious. So I'm standing there, and I'm like, look, I have a family. I have two kids. I have a wife. I, you're not only jeopardizing me but my family, all of my colleagues, and all of the other clients that are coming into our facility. So you need to go home. And uh, they – I insist you rub me. Well, it's not quite that bad, I don't think, Sean. But when it, when I considered, like I said, you know, I didn't, I'm like, I didn't want to do anything. Uh, but I did, you know, because I have this sinus infection as well. I'm like, maybe I can go get a massage. But the thing that kept me from scheduling one is the the face cradle. I'm like, yeah. I can't stick my face in that thing. There's no way. Well, your t- towels also. I wonder. So if you have pink eye and you're you're touching someone, you know, you. You you touch their they they've touched their eye and they've touched their shoulder. You touch the you know the there has yeah, to be they pick their nose they do whatever right. right. Good, yeah. You do a lot of nose massages. <laughs> we get up in do there. a deep nomas nose massage. <laughs> I thanks Sean. I appreciate it. Uh, but anyhow, I know that nobody in my family has gotten it. So yeah, I've well, spent the good. entire weekend with them, and everybody's okay. That's, so you're the only one of frequent strippers. That's so, yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the only one that gets it. Gassy strippers. But anyhow, it was. Uh, I I'm, I hope you guys. Did you guys have a good weekend? I, we, it was we actually really weekend. nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah the act, I like long weekends. I'm yeah. a, I'm a, you know that, that to me is is the I actually toast. The weather was great. I did get out. I, I did get in the pool a couple times, and I did consider. Am I contaminating the entire pool <laughs> by getting in here? And people just crawling out. <laughs> like, like at the end of RoboCop. Take a look at my face. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Well, anyhow, they're doing better. I was able to open my eyes this morning, so that's a good sign. And Dr. Mike gave me medicine. so He's a man. You guys are cool. Him. It's all good. Let's take a break. Come back in a second. Get into the uh, bizarre file, because I do have some stories. In fact, I have... Um, I have, I think it's four, maybe even five bear stories. They just happened. Another theme. And I'm going to have to run through all those because they're actually really good ones. So we'll get to those in a moment and more. Stay with us. We'll be right back. What's new? Glad you asked. Dinosaur Pilo. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. All right, let's do the Bizarre File. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Bizarre File. Brought to you this morning by McGuff Bus Company. McGuff Bus Company is hiring. Uh, Earn industry top dollar. Get guaranteed hours, yearly raises, and monthly bonuses. Love where you work at McGuffBus.com. So a lot of bear stories happened the what past a rip. couple of days. So let me let me get into these. Uh, bears, first of all, don't know car etiquette. The Snowmass Village Police Department of Colorado is warning people to lock the doors of their unattended vehicles. A bear broke into a car and wreaked havoc. The police noted that the bear opened the vehicle's door, entered, and then the door closed behind the animal. Better uh, not go up here. <clears throat> 
The bear, trapped inside, <laughs> shredded the interior of the car. Nice bucket seats. And uh, they also say that uh, insurance usually does not cover this type of damage. So Now time to do my bear thing. Whip it up. Out of luck. They can destroy, yeah. I mean, just gut a car. All right, now this one, wildlife officials say that they're looking for the bear that attacked a 13-year-old boy at a campground Ooh. in eastern Utah. Yeah, the State Division of Wildlife Resources said the teenager was sleeping at a campground along the Colorado River Friday morning when a bear approached him and bit his ear and cheek. Wow. Uh, the boy has I been... drove in from Tennessee because I hot a car. The boy has been uh, treated and released from the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Officials said they're still working to track the ba- down the bear. Uh, it'll be euthanized once it's caught. I mean, if the fact that he got away with just that is pretty amazing. Yeah, this is the second bear attack in Utah this summer. A bear was captured and killed in June after it scratched a boy camping in northern Utah. For a bear, is that an equivalent of taking a candy, breaking it in half, tasting it, and not liking it? <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And by nah, the way, nah. one of these stories is definitely a, a bizarre, I can't believe the guy survived story. But yeah. here's another one. All right, so authorities say... Uh, so that's, was that bear number two? That's bear number two. All right, so authorities say a sheriff's deputy was driving on Highway 96 answering a report of a drug overdose when a bear fell or jumped onto the car. Whoa! Apparently from a steep embankment. It's like a T.J. Hooker move. So yeah. Jumped on to the, to the car from a steep embankment. Uh, the bear smashed the hood and windshield. The patrol car hit an embankment, rolled onto its side, and then burst into flames. The deputy man- that was awesome. The deputy managed to escape without serious injury. I knew I could do it. The fire was contained to about a half an acre, but the car was gutted. Now I'm going to do a J turn. And uh, the bear fled the scene on that one, so he got out of there. The odds. The odds. All right. How about this? A black bear broke into a Colorado house over the weekend and left by, according to the police, breaking through a wall like the Kool Aid Man. <laughs> oh yeah, Kool Aid's here, bringing you fun. So police say the break-in occurred Friday night and that the animal was likely attracted to garbage. Uh, a Facebook post by the police department said, "Upon officers' arrival, said bear forcibly breached a hole in the wall like the Kool Aid Man." And made its escape. Uh, no one, no <laughs> to one was go injured. through a wall. Yeah, uh, Colorado Parks and Wildlife said bears entered over thirty-five vehicles and nine residences in the Estes Park area in the ten days before August third. Thirty-five. This happened to wow. ten days before August third. I'm not bringing you Kool Aid to drink. I'm going to drink your blood. Uh, residents were encouraged to close and lock the doors and windows of the homes. I mean, anything that comes close to a bear interacting with humans, where it's an aggressive thing, they're going to euthanize the bear. It's just the natural, you know. Sadly, now listen to this one. This is the is this, this the fifth bear story? Yeah, this is the fifth bear story, and this one's intense. This is the longest one. Colin Dowler might not be alive today if it weren't for a small pocket knife with a two-inch blade and five forestry workers. A Canadian man was mountain biking on a logging road in the remote backcountry of British Columbia, north of Vancouver. He was exploring potential hiking routes, and he was headed back home after spending the night in the woods when he came around a bend and saw a grizzly bear. Oh, Jesus. They're huge. Uh, at that time, he didn't know that he would end up in a life or death struggle with the animal, and that his luck would turn after the attack. So Hope he was. This guy doesn't have a pocket knife. He was hoping that, like most bears, it would prefer to avoid human contact and head back into the woods. He was about a hundred feet from the bear, too close, in my opinion. He told the BBC, as he was considering what to do, maybe ride away, cycle past the bear, or stay still. The animal kept walking toward him at what seemed a natural pace. 
Mr. Dowler took off his backpack and grabbed one of his hiking poles as, quote, some semblance of a deterrent. Yeah. And stepped off his bike to keep it between himself and the grizzly. He said there was a point. I was scared the whole time, but I thought, man, it would be cool to catch this on video. Yeah, it'd be awesome. <clears throat> the grizzly kept walking forward parallel to the bike until his rump had almost passed the rear wheel. He said then it made a hard left turn and got behind him. Uh, but Mr. Dowler said at that point, he went from uncomfortable to wildly uncomfortable. So, keeping his bike between him and the bear, he gave it a firm poke with the hiking pole. You don't, isn't that the old, you don't poke the bear! Which uh, led to a brief tug of war. He remembers negotiating with the bear, and he said, I know this is your territory, I'm just passing through, we don't have to do this. Oh, you're so woke. Yeah, right? So, the grizzly kept coming at him with methodical heavy swats, and as those swats got heavier and stronger, Mr. Dowler threw his bike towards the bear. This is a goddamn grizzly bear. He said that's when it came for him, biting deep into his abdomen below his ribs. Mm. This isn't working the way I'd planned. He said it was so much pain and weirdness, I could feel the hot blood. I'm being ragdolled, suspended by my flank by a bear carrying You're hot-blooded. Check it and see. He said it dropped him near a ditch about 50 feet away and began taking deep bites into his thighs. He tried gouging at the bear's eyes and briefly playing dead. He then reached for a pocket knife in his right pants pocket. He said it was painful to do as he could hear the grating of bear teeth on bone. And went for the bear's neck. He said there was a rush of blood, and the bear let go and walked away from him back towards where it had come. So he got him in the neck, and the bear took off. Dude, I didn't know you had a pocket knife. Uh, Mr. Dowler. <laughs> that used, has a corkscrew in it. Used the knife And a to tiny pair of scissors. Cut off a uh, shirt sleeve to use as a tourniquet around his wounded leg. He covered his bike, and uh, he recovered his bike. And then he biked four and a half miles to a logging camp. You have he, to be freaking kidding. Yeah, where he collapsed. He said that it uh, that's where his luck turned. He's there been were, mauled by a bear and he rides his bike four miles? Yeah, there were five men at the camp and all of them knew first aid. He said, they just went to work doing their best to save my life. They are truly the heroes of the story because there is no way that I could have made it without them. They also called an air ambulance and emergency workers gave him a likely life-saving blood transfusion before he was flown to Vancouver Hospital where he is now slowly and painfully recovering from the attack. Honestly, all right, so you repeat that same scenario. What would you have done? Wouldn't you have gotten the F out of there on your bike? On the bike. You're going to sit there and and let the bear, a grizzly bear, walk that close where you can poke it with a hiking pole? I wonder if you got a good chance to get away on a bike. I mean, they run fast, but at least... At yeah. least you'd have a chance. Uh, so cons- you don't do a dosy do with a bear. Conservation officers tracked the bear in the woods, and it was put down. And they said that they are confident that it was the same bear that attacked Mr. Dowler because it had a knife wound in it. This is because of the guy on the bike. Yes, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> I mean, really, he shouldn't have poked you with a stick. I should, have, I should have totally eaten that pussy. Yeah. All right, so an all, that's first time ever, an all bear bizarre fire. I snuck that in there. Yeah. Uh, so anyhow, and, <laughs> and that Shouldn't is we all? what I have for you in the B-File. So there is something coming up. Is that this weekend, Casey? Uh, yeah, Saturday. Yeah. Uh, Marissa is headed to the PA Ren Fair for the first time. This is very exciting because yeah. I know you've been. Has everybody here yeah. been no, to no. I have not. It, 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 what I originally had thought it was and what it turned out to be, entirely different. So much more fun and yeah. cool. Yep. So Marissa's never been. She's always wanted to go. 
Wow, I've done something Marissa's never done. That's yeah. Cool. Uh, <laughs> well, you live in the burbs. So, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> it's, you know, it's close to the sticks, which is where this is. Uh, but if you would like to go, not only to get tickets to go to the event, but uh, bus transportation uh, from WMMR, if you would like that. So we'll take uh, callers 10 and 11 at 215-263-WMMR. Don't forget, you can celebrate Her Majesty's Coronation Day, Saturdays and Sundays at the Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair, right off Turnpike, exit 266. Discount tickets at parenfair.com. So callers 10 and 11, and you will get to experience the Ren Fair and get to experience Marissa experiencing the PA Ren Fair. Love it. We will take a break and come back in just a moment. We got very cool things for you to win today. I'll get you more of the details when we return. And don't forget... Belly Flop Championship Thursday, Valley Forge Casino Resort at their Poolside Club. Be there with us. It starts at 6 p.m. Doors open at 5. We'll be right back. Like what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. Steven Singer's Ready for Love Diamond Engagement Rings are ready to go. <laughs> Whether your budget's $500 or $5,000, Steven has the perfect ring for you at the perfect price. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Hey, today we're uh, enjoying some hoagies from Reen's Deli and Catering, serving generations of families in Northeast Philly for over five decades. You can swing by and try their signature hoagie, the Cornaglia. The Cornaglia? got to make sure. Am I saying that right? The Cornaglia? Well, those guys are from Marinucci's. Oh, Marinucci's. Now, they brought in a bunch of stuff as well. They put the uh, Addie's Hot Chicken. Now, that's the name you can pronounce. But I have not <laughs> tried the Cornaglia yet, which has uh, Dietz and Watson peppered ham, prosciutto, ham cola, uh, Genoa salami, provolone, lettuce, tomato, onion, roasted peppers, and long hots on a seeded roll. It's a hell of a spread out there. Thank you, guys. We appreciate you bringing all that stuff by here this morning. We wanted to double back to a story we had in the entertainment report this morning. Miley Cyrus and uh, what's his face? Liam, Liam, Hemsworth. Liam Hemsworth. I keep wanting to say Chris Hemsworth. And Liam Hemsworth broke it off. they married less than uh, eight months. They've been together for like a decade off and on. But, like, I mean, fresh off of this, she is posting pictures of her making out with this girl. Uh, the girl is Caitlin Carter. She is, she used to be married to Brody Jenner. Okay. So, so they whatever. just broke up. Brody Jenner and this Caitlin just broke up. Yeah. They were married. And Miley Cyrus and Liam Hemsworth just broke up. They were married. And now the two women are obviously a thing with each other. Yeah, so that's that's the word anyway. I don't know if they're making it up or, or what it might be. But, you know, it seems to be that they're they're kind of flaunting this and, and having fun with this right after they both break up. Uh, whether it's real or not remains to be seen, but we'll see that in a moment. But, you know, could Miley have left Liam for a woman that she already, that she was, you know, hot for and now is jumping I think right so. into bed? Yeah. And I'll tell you why I think so. It's because she laid the groundwork for that <laughs> a while ago by coming out again. There was an interview and saying that she was very um, fluid in her sex. She, she's pansexual, she says. Okay. All right. So, and that poses the question, and I'm sure that there are people listening, and you, you had mentioned this to me, Steve. Yes. Is it, does it lessen the blow any... If your wife, girlfriend, significant or whatever left you for a woman as opposed to a man. This and was a discussion that was occurring on and you saw it online and on yeah. different different. Uh, and it's listen, we live in a very uh, interesting there's there's menu options for everyone. But I thought about it. What do you think? Uh, no, probably not. Now, listen, I also there's the question if you're a woman 
and your husband, boyfriend, fiance, whatever, left you for a man as yes. well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, that's happened in my family. Has it? Yeah. My, my aunt was married to a man, and uh, she caught him cheating. So he was he was on the DL. He was on the yes. DL. Okay. So uh, he, but he married her. And was living this other life behind oh, her man. back, and she busted him in bed with another man. That didn't go down so well, right? So, or maybe it did, and that yeah. was a problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, listen, I, I think somebody's leaving you; they're leaving you. But is it? Um, do you have that same anger, jealousy thing that that especially us men are known to get? If you know, you 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 you, you get really really angry, not only. You know, the, the stereotypical thing is you want to go fight the guy that took your girl away. Right, why you know, I oughta. And that whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I, but here's where I Maybe think, it's a little different. And I heard this come up a couple of times. It's not heard, saw it, uh, as people were responding online in comments and so on and so forth, is that in that case, you, there, you don't have those tools in your shed. Right. So there's nothing. In other words, you're, you're, it's not on an even playing field. There's, you can't bring that to the game. Right. So you're not losing. You know, of course, we tend to remove feelings of just basic love. We always say, well, it's, you know, th- this person can only get from this person something that I can't right. offer. So are you yeah. saying that there would be less in the back of your mind of, well, this dude is nailing my girl. Right. Or, and, he, and maybe he's better than I he's am. He's better than I am. And if it's her, if it's a girl, then that's just totally I'm, different. I can't compete. Yeah. So I you mean, can sort of throw your hands up and go, well, folks. Yeah, yeah well, that, that's whether, just, whether that's right or not. Yeah, well, no, I mean, yeah. listen, I think it's up for the individual to decide, you know, and, and I think if this were the case, you know, if my wife were to leave me for a woman, I think it would be easier to swallow than if she left me for another guy. Would it be? I, no, I, I think it would be for that easier very for reason. For that very reason, because it's like, well, she's getting something that I just can't give to her. That's what that's what I'm I'm, I'm thinking yeah. a little bit of that and judging by responses, you yeah. know, listen, the one thing that I've heard this said, you know, the, the what would hurt the most is if someone I think leaves you because they're absolutely in love with someone else, mm-hmm. you know, uh, or that you know, you they can't they don't love you as much as they love someone else. Sure. That's going to hurt regardless, but still there's that element of there was something I couldn't provide that I, I could never provide because I'm not that. Have you ever had your heart, like, straight up broken? Oh, yeah. So I, I have as well. So I think I'm just, because of that, like, I'm a little bit more, I don't know if pragmatic is the actual word for it. But, uh, but I, uh, no, but just because it, when when it my heart was broken and it, like, took a long time for me to, like, come around. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it was, like, a lot of jealousy. And then... Um, like I felt bad about myself, like I wasn't good enough for anybody or anything like that, you know. So you know, I had right. to work on myself a little bit more. So mm-hmm. I think at, at this point in my life, it would be like, okay, well, it's you, just something. I'm just not the right fit right now. We do it some somebody. some uh, Stuart Smalley works in there in the mirror. And the uh, whole... Not quite yeah, like that, yeah. but yeah, pretty yeah, close. Pretty close to it because you know, you're sort of left like God, man. I'm a terrible human being. Like I'm just not good enough for. I know. Yeah. Well, yeah. If you don't do any reflection after a breakup, then you're you're a pretty shallow person, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and I think when when it comes to this question, if you're not, it really depends on what you're thinking with. If you're yeah. thinking, if you're thinking with your heart, um, it, it hurts no matter what, right? It's going to break your heart no it matter sucks. what. If yeah. you're thinking with your ego, I think that starts to play with when it, with the gender politics, with the um, you know, gay versus straight, you know, and and so for for Liam Hemsworth. 
I don't think it lessens the blow at all that Marley's right. with yeah. a woman. He just seems yeah. he seems like blown out. I right. mean, because regardless of the deal, but I'm I'm just and but it's just a conversation that came up and I saw it popping up in different comment sections. Does it make it? Is it? Can you justify it a little bit more by saying? I was never gonna. I was never gonna be what she wanted because she yeah. wanted another woman. You can rationalize a little yeah, bit yeah. more, but I don't think it, 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 it softens the blow to your heart at all. No, it depends. Yeah, let me go to Brian. Hey, Brian, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. You guys rock. Thanks, Brian. What's up, man? Hey, look. So, lost my virginity when I was 14. Well, all right. And the girl that I lost it to, a couple months later, she decided that she was going to be with a woman. When I asked her why, now I tell everybody this story. But when I asked her why, straight up told me because I made her not like guys. Oh, oh dude, so she really, she really considered your feelings. Oh my god, oh. Jesus, that's horrible, dude. And you're 14. Was she the same age? So she was 16. Okay. I was 14. Yeah. And uh, I don't get it either because the woman I'm with now. Completely satisfied. Yeah, yeah. But. You miserable excuse for a man. Wow. I think she just didn't like guys. Tried yeah, it and was it, like, yeah. I think it's more to that. Casey. That was it. It would I have been any probably, guy. I think she but probably the, was already on the fence. It was like, well, let me try this thing out here. Yeah. You know? And but here's the crazy. Thing. What a disappointment. I will, I will, right. Thanks, guys. Anyway, I uh, so so she had already been with a guy for like a year. They oh. broke it off. She came with me. I lost my virginity to her. Maybe she didn't. No, Sorry. No moss. No moss. That was the response I got. No more. And uh, a couple months later, she was with the girl she's with now. So here's the deal. Do you ever get a, like a bag of chips that you've never, a flavor you've never tried, and you have one, and you have the second one, and it's the fourth or fifth one that makes you go, I don't think I like it. I don't like yeah. it. I think I think you were the fifth chip. Yeah. You didn't turn her gay. I mean, no. she, come on. She would, no, yeah. Yeah, she was you. She was you were the fifth chip, and that's it. You, you were not going to win, Thanks, no matter what you did. I, and, and I wonder. Thank you. And I wonder if, in this day and age of um, sexual identity, which yeah. is definitely broadened, or people a bit are, are more open about its broad yeah. Yeah. Uh, senses, if uh, if that would matter as much either way, depending on the gender of the it, person. It, I don't. It's know. funny because it it. It comes into play regardless. You get your heart broken, you get your heart broken. Mm-hmm. But there's like, you know, I think being able to throw up there, well, there was nothing I could do. Yeah. I'm not that. And that, and that, that, as Nick was saying, that does provide for the ego a little bit of an out. I would hope so. Yeah. You know, uh, let's go to Tony. Hey, Tony, good morning. So sorry about you guys at work. It's quite all right, <laughs> sir. What's up? So you guys are speaking directly to me. I was in a situation where my wife reconnected with an old friend, and uh, I found out about it, and uh, I went after the guy. So, I, you know, I am I am the stereotypical male that, you know, goes berserk and yeah. goes after the guy. Um, police were called. It, you know, it, it, it didn't it didn't amount to anything. I think because it was a male, I think it's I, I think it's, it's more severe because, you know, it speaks to your manhood. Okay. Uh, it speaks to, you know, sexually, financially, you know. Yeah. Um, it just, it just, you know, you just, you just start doubting yourself. And you're being honest, Tony. I mean, listen, even the best of us can, you know, it, it's, it's a hit you take, and it, and it, it, it makes you, you know, when you have to sit there and go, am, am I, am I worth anything? Like, you know, the, uh, you know, when your heart's broken, you've reason kind of goes out the window. Oh you know? yeah, 
Yeah, and I thanks for your call, by the way, Tony. Yeah, I, I remember one time I was seeing this girl, and I was bored with it. Yeah. And was ready to move on. I'd even... You'd passed all your classes. I'd even straight. Yeah, she'd done all my uh, exams for me. No, but but while we were kind of still seeing each other, she started seeing this other guy, and I found out about it. Yeah, and I got really mad. I got really pissed off. Even, even though, though you, you were, already, yeah, even though I was done. You were getting ready to. Yeah, uh, and and it took me a little while to realize what are you getting so mad about? You freaking hypocrite! Right? Uh-huh. You know, I think we're kind of programmed. Maybe not hardwired, but maybe it's a learned uh, reaction. It, it comes from year, centuries of, of of the way you know the way the species perpetuates, yeah. and, that, and that's part of the deal. But but I'll part say this: <laughs> I'll say that that um, you know it's the oldest trick in the book too. You you know oh well you want someone back, you have them see you with someone else, and then you know yeah, that's right. the old. It rarely does that work the way you want it to. Right. But it is. But it's like know, a kid that's done playing with a toy, and then another kid picks that they toy. They suddenly up. want that toy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh, I will go next to uh, Nick. Hi, Nick. You're on the air. Good morning. Oh, man. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> All right. So I got a hell of a story. All right. Uh, so me and this girl were dating for three years, and uh, all of a sudden, yeah, she broke it off with me. It was real bad. But I found out through uh, my sister-in-law that she was uh, messing around with this friend of hers. It was supposed to be just a friend. And uh, I was like, oh, it hit me, you know, just out of nowhere, left field. And uh, then uh, I found out she was actually having three ways with (laughs) another girl from work who my sister-in-law was able to, like, see some of the stuff going on at work. And then it just left me dumbfounded. But honestly, I kind of just felt, you know, the same as if... uh, yeah, she she's only with anybody else. So if it doesn't matter, had it been a, a guy, or you, you're 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 saying that it doesn't matter, it just hurts regardless, and it, it it's not softened by the fact that she perhaps prefers to be with women. Nah, it's, it's the same feeling, but at the same time, you had that kind of comforter, like you know, well, I can't, you know, I can't do anything. So yeah. then, it, so then it does help a little bit. But then Nick, when it went from her cheating on you with a girl to having three ways did a gr- with a girl, did you get a little turned on after that? Uh, I wouldn't say that. No. Okay. So it was a, it was a three check. girl three girl uh, um, party party. Yeah. That was not. It was actually a dude. But okay, that's oh, right. There you okay. go. See, that's a problem. See, yeah, that hurts. That now you're entering into yeah. Marv Albert yeah. territory. Because yeah. if it was three girls, yeah. and then you know, just ask Gary Lauer. There's nothing more beautiful than a, <laughs> a daisy chain. Uh, yeah, a, 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 what, it's uh, what you call a bowling ball party. <laughs> that's what uh, <laughs> Gary calls that uh, yeah. daisy chain. It's beautiful. And you know, beautiful thing in the world. Gary's man. a noted sex therapist. Yeah, oh I think we could work on some of issues. Oh my God, could you imagine? <laughs> yeah, listen. Dr. That, Lauer. Last, that last call, of course, dude. When your girlfriend of three years is in, in involved in a three-way with yeah. another dude, and you didn't invite and, me, and I, and so that was that was a part of the menu. I'm was s- that in the, in the secret menu this whole right. time? I'm sorry, Gordon. There wasn't enough room for you. <laughs> Wait, you have twelve people in this thing. <laughs> uh, that's being left out. If it had, I had a, f- I have a feeling though, had it been just been three with all. Women, he might, it might, as he said, it, it softened it just a bit. Doesn't hurt that much less, but just a bit. And I think as a guy, you can say, yeah, if it was a girl, it would hurt less until it actually happens to you. And then you're like, this doesn't really hurt less. If you're in love and somebody leaves you, it's, yeah, would suck no matter what. Sorry, I took your girlfriend. <laughs> Let me go to. <laughs> that would be a whole different story. <laughs> what? <laughs> I said I took your girlfriend <laughs> and I might even sleep with your mother. <laughs> Be the first decathlete she ever had. <laughs> Let me go to Rebecca. Hi, Rebecca. You're on the air. 
Hey, bitches. Hey, hey what? What's up, Rebecca? Hi. I was actually with uh, my ex-boyfriend for eight years, and he actually left me for another man. Okay. Um, did, did, did you, think, were there any indicators whatsoever that, uh, you know? None. That, okay. All right. Ab- so totally out of the blue. Not. Yeah. Out of the blue. And I think what hurt most is that we were together for eight years. I think that's what Liam's going through. Like, you know, you've been with this chick for 10 years and you had no idea. She, like, it's no, just, it's, let, uh-huh. me, let me ask you, Rebecca, because Miley Cyrus, I think, has, has always sort of been sort of open about a little aspects of that. But... Uh, uh, I think that also the fact that she is being so brazen in public, it's with someone else regardless. It was with the guy or whatever. She's not giving a uh, pause for concern, I think, and showing respect for their relationship. It makes me wonder if there was something going on there where she's like, you know what? This is just a giant F you to him for something he did. It's quite possible. We don't Uh, know. by By the way, if you remember when Miley was with Joan Jett for the induction of Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, she said on stage that Joan Jett made her realize that she could bang a woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's flirted with this information It's not like she's kept it close to the vest. Yeah, yeah. That was years ago. And like we said earlier, she's posting it all over (laughs) Instagram. Like, everything that she's doing, she's doing out in public. And and like, no matter what, like, that hurts. Because you know that... I don't care how famous you are. Liam is stalking her Instagram page. Well, you're, by the way, you know, you have to realize you're giving up Thor as your brother-in-law. Yes. <laughs> that guy's a god. Yeah. Uh, here's a text that says, uh, I'm a female, met a woman, fell in love, got married, and after six years marriage, she just uh, she started to sleep around with multiple men. No explanation, just said, I'm straight. Hmm. Wow. Okay. So... That, I remember the story. Remember Anne Heche and Ellen DeGeneres used to be uh, together yeah, for the longest were. time, yeah. and then and then Anne Heche left and and married a, a guy, mm-hmm. and uh, I forget there was a term that was used. Um, Lipstick lesbian? No, no, no. The, uh, one one is, is like um, somebody oh, who yeah. dab uh, like a heart, basically a heartbreaker who dabbles oh. and then switches and then goes back, right? Yeah, I, I think a lot of that does fall under the the pansexuality uh, umbrella, which is you can be attracted to anybody. I like to a, a man. A you can be attracted to a woman. You can be attracted to a man who identifies as a woman or a woman who identifies as a man. I'm pansexual. I don't stick to surfaces. Pam. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have a friend who uh, we met her. She was a lesbian. She sure. ma- then married a guy and is now, I think, uh, getting divorced and going back. Yeah. Uh, the whole idea behind that is you fall in love with the person, not necessarily their sexual well, orientation. Yeah. 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 Uh, let me go to our buddy Ra is on the air. Hey, Ra, good morning, man. <laughs> not, not bad. Doing the scat man. Not bad. What's up, bud? What's going on? Um, I've been through that uh, in a sense, left for. Uh, you know, I haven't had a woman leave me for another woman, but, you know, Pretty much, Miley's gender fluidity has been uh, known for a while. Yeah. So if, if Liam didn't know it, then he's, he's you know he's been under a rock. Um, but the whole thing is, once somebody already lets you know that they're into uh, you know the, the same sex or whatever, if they leave you for the same sex, I don't think it's as shocking or as hard. But you know what the funny thing is, that's her hurt that she's displaying with the whole posting up her. You know, that's her hurt. You're saying? Yeah, yeah, because she's trying to show him like ah, I've moved on or whatever, <laughs> or, you know, whatever. And what's so funny is he can't do the same thing back, really. You know, I, like, if I were him, I would start humping every guy around, even yeah, if right. I'm not even remotely gay. 
No, no, no. It, it, and in fact, actually, Brody Jenner, I don't know if you heard about this, Rod joked about it, who's the ex of this Caitlin that Miley Cyrus has been seen around with. Mm. And uh, uh, he said, you know, jokingly posted, wait for the pictures of me and uh, and Liam on the beach together. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he was kind of approaching it lightly, trying to uh, right. diffuse a little bit, but, but uh, <clears throat> she wasn't too thrilled with that. Yeah. But they say in Hollywood, too, you know, the whole thing about these stars, these famous people with all this energy and all this talent, you know, it's so hard for people to stay in a committed relationship anyway because everybody's so fantastic. You know what I'm saying? So you always need somebody that thrills you, and then you get tired of the thrill once you get the normal them. And so they keep, you know, they constantly move on. Like yeah. That's just what it is. Yeah, you know, I think the best thing, a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of times these cases are the best when they sort of, like, remove themselves one level or two levels from Hollywood, from that stuff. Right. You, you look at, like, long-term relationships that have lasted or whatever, you know. Uh, but, but you know, you have to I find mean, a nice haberdasher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. Thanks, Raw. A blacksmith. Right. Appreciate yeah. it, man. <laughs> no, nah, it's it's interesting. You know, it's it's funny that he said that. That it's uh, it's her. What did he say? Her her hurt. Yeah, that she's showing. Kind of. I mean, yeah. What's the point of, of going on and? I mean, unless case to Casey's point, I, I, Liam Neeson, uh, Liam Neeson, Liam Hemsworth doesn't. <laughs> I have a very particular skin. <laughs> my wife left me for a little while, <laughs> and I'm not happy. Um, the the uh, Liam Hemsworth doesn't impress me as a kind of like a like a, he seems like a nice guy or regular. You don't know what's going on, know, but but yeah. if it's a you know abusive well, or whatever, I, I can't imagine that. So he wrote this. I mean, he just posted this a few hours ago. He hadn't said anything, and he still continues not to really say anything. But he did make a public uh, statement that says this is a private matter, and I have not made nor will I be making any comments to any journalists or any media outlets. So he's taking the high road. Yeah, uh, and she's flashing. Herself in a bikini all over Italy, you know, and it, like she's she's doing it for the attention, and he's going inside. He's going. He's becoming an introvert. Yeah, hmm. it's it's funny to watch how this type of thing plays out now. After on social media, yeah. how ridiculous it is. After a breakup, so let's take you in your youth with with the social media environment now. Oh my god, how would you have handled breakups? God, would you have taken would you have taken a- to Instagram immediately? And blasted out your emotions at at an age in in my teens and twenties. Yeah, maybe I might have as well. Yeah, it's hard to say. You know, I haven't thought about it from that perspective. Probably kept us out of prison. Uh, but now I look at it and I'm go. This is this is just dumb. This yep. is ridiculous. You know. But maybe it's it's similar to uh, in in days before this of. Uh, gossip and starting rumors yep. about somebody else or saying, you know, or, or pretending that you're doing something that you weren't really and word will get back to via the, you know, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. phone tree or, you know, you know, just the gossip it's line. It's today's world of actually line. still speaking to them. It's, yeah. it's less of an impact when you say my wife left me for another woman in Morse code, you know, right, <laughs> right, right, you know, 200 years ago. Man, but uh, yeah, she's really uh, she's really flaunting it big time big time yeah so i'm curious if she really likes this chick or not or if it's just they're they're friends or if they're both putting on a show like this is yeah. kind of me being case putting on my casey conspiracy hat maybe these two are just like you know you broke up with him you broke up with him let's give him something to talk or about the, yeah let's broke yeah let's really a little mystery to figure play. out yeah yeah <laughs> exactly exactly Nice. Well, they know the cameras are on them. I mean, they're they're yeah. always aware that the paparazzi are around, so they know they're being photographed. So, yeah, I'm sure that conversation takes place. Of let's give them something to see. Yeah. So I now, mean, we're looking at two a picture here that that uh, we're seeing more than their gynecologists have seen. Uh, yeah. 
The oh, crotches. Dear. Is that is that them? Yeah, that's them. Yeah. yeah. Is the girl on the left uh, the Caitlin. Caitlin Carter? Yeah, but not the one you're turning off. Okay, no. Yeah. And that's, uh, we see more directly into the crotch of Miley Cyrus <laughs> in this particular picture. It's just, it's just, um, I don't know. Okay. That's how you show your, your hurt, I guess. I guess so. Well, all right. Well, anyhow, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens with these uh, these lovebirds, fine folks, these wonderful <laughs> lovebirds, and whether or not they're going to go the distance or not. Uh, but you know, that's an interesting question, Steve. How how I would have handled that uh, in we the didn't, dating years? We had built in. <clears throat> we had built in, like you know, when you you go bowling and you're a little kid and they put those bumpers up. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what we had. We had a little bit more. Um, Mistakes we could avoid mistakes quicker, right? Or we could avoid mistakes by letting things curate a little bit, or, or have a little bit of time before we went to um, to do something brash, or or like posting a picture picture or videos like this online and regretting it. By the way, Nick had found an article. Can you pull that back up? It was called uh, "Lesbian Until Graduation." Oh yeah, lugs. Lugs. Yeah, and so there are two terms, Steve. I think you were referring to either the lug, the lesbian until graduation, which happens in college a lot, or the hasbian, which is somebody who was gay for a stretch. And then... I think that's it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then gug, which is gay until graduation. <laughs> I'm a gug. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go away to school, be a gug, and then I'll, I'll graduate. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, these are LGBT slang terms, uh, and they're used to describe women primarily of high school or college age who are assumed to be experimenting with adopting a temporary lesbian or bisexual identity. The term suggested the women to whom this is applied will ultimately adopt a strictly heterosexual identity. Is it easier for a woman, to, like a, a, a girl going away to college, to casually mm-hmm. flirt with uh, crossing over? I think so. Uh, than, than, yeah. a, than a guy to say. Yeah, you know why? Because it starts with them getting free drinks at the bar by kissing. <laughs> and, hey, let's do this. And then, yeah. you know what? That felt kind of Do you ever good. do that with a guy to get free drinks? Of course. Yeah. Jesus, man. Lou, I'm going to stick my tongue down your throat. I want to get a, uh, <laughs> get a beer. Yeah. yeah. But, but I think even if, like, you were... Uh, level-headed about it, um, and you say, okay, uh, you know, clearly I'm not giving this person what they what yeah. they need. There's still a bit of controversy with it that you have not invited into your life. And so that part probably stinks, especially if you were married or yeah. had kids or anything along those lines. Then it's like, <gasps> did you hear? And then now all of a sudden you're part of the gossip, and you I know. know you're part of the gossip and collateral damage. Yep. yep. Kathy, did you ever kiss another girl to get free drinks? No, we never did that. You want to try? That was like before my time. People oh. didn't, you know, that wasn't like a thing. Really? Yeah. Nah, not until like after college. Oh, I uh, knew some lugs. I, I, there were definitely girls in my college and they were in a, a sorority called Pi Fi, but everybody called them Bi Fi. Okay. And they would, <laughs> really? they, oh my God. Yeah. That they, was their deal? They would totally do it and they would, and, you know, you you would get the sense that some of them were doing it for attention and free drinks, and some of them were seriously considering experimenting. Okay, it's no, it, actually, it's life's menu, and they're yeah, they're they're yeah. deciding what they like, and uh, they're they're having a little uh, a little uh, cheese plate. My yeah. roommate in college uh, and I had a joke. She said, um, "I love you to death, but if you try to kiss me, I'm going to punch you in the face." <laughs> wow. <laughs> would you would you make out with another woman for a Deets and Watson hoagie? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because we can hook you up. Yeah, yeah, we're good like that. All right. Interesting stuff. Thanks for your phone calls. We appreciate it. We're just uh, checking on uh, how this all relates to everybody. It's a wellness check on Miley. Uh, we do have a couple of things you need to be aware of. We have your opportunity to win. Uh, first of all, yeah, we'll start with this. Avengers Endgame. Love this music. I do, too. This part of it. Yeah. Um, 
We have your chance to win uh, all of this stuff, okay? So you can get the limited edition Avengers Assembled Steelbook, all four Avengers films on digital, 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray and Blu-ray, and a $1,000 Best Buy gift card. How do you do it? You have to solve the emoji code. And the emoji code is up right now at PrestonSteve.com. Casey has come up with... The series of emojis that create a phrase, a word, whatever it is that's there. Crack the code. Hang on to what that is because in a little while we'll ask you to call and be a designated caller. And if you are and you do, then you win all that stuff I mentioned. So get on it now. Limited edition Avengers Endgame Steelbook, by the way, is only sold at Best Buy stores. And on BestBuy.com, an Avengers Endgame is now available on digital and Blu-ray. So we have that. We also have Tuesday. Your chance to win a Preston and Steve tattoo courtesy of world-famous Philadelphia Eddie's Tattoo. And that's easy. You just text the word tattoo to 39333. And uh, we'll pick a winner a little bit later on. Then you head to Philadelphia Eddie's 621 South 4th Street in South Philly. And you can get tattooed by the area's top tattoo artists like Kyle Fitzpatrick. See his work on Instagram at Kyle underscore Fitzpatrick underscore or PhiladelphiaEddie'sTattoo.com. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in just a moment. Make sure you stay close. Here comes the MMRD. What's going on? Join Brent Pource Thursday from 5 to 7 at the Exton Red Robin. They're celebrating 20 years with 1990s throwback prices on select menu items and different levels of fun each day this week. A portion of sales will be donated to the Lionville Volunteer Fire Company. Thursday from 6 to 8, it's Preston and Steve's Belly Flop Championship 2019 Battle of the Sexes at Valley Beach Poolside Club at Valley Forge Casino Resort. Admissions free for spectators 21 and up. Enjoy a dip in the pool plus drink specials, including beer buckets and belly flop jello shots. Valley Forge Casino Resort, Philly's only resort casino. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 93.3 WMMR. Everything and everywhere that rocks. Belly flop is on Thursday, man. It's the big party, and it's a rescheduled date, and hopefully you will be able to join us Thursday at Valley Forge Casino Resort and the uh, the pool, this awesome tropical little oasis they have right there next to the resort, and uh, we are expecting... Everybody to be there and ready for a good time because it's number one. It's free of charge. Free of charge makes it yep. a big enticement. Uh, doors open at five. You just have to be at least twenty one, and we've got all our floppers on board and ready to make it happen. It's going to be warm but not oppressive. Yeah, maybe a, a passing something, but nothing right now. They're saying you know mostly pretty pretty uh, good for the uh, for the belly flop. Normally, it's like ninety five degrees horrible. when we yeah. do this. But, and, but and you're the in the pool, beating down, but, so it's all right. But this is like uh, it's going to be like mid eighties. Going to be really enjoyable. And a few fr- uh, friends text me and say, hey, can you hook me up with tickets? I don't need to. You know, Come it's, it's on free. Now. It's open to the public. Yeah. yeah. So yep. I think some people think you got to bit, you know, pay your way in or whatever. Nope. Open to everybody. Yep. We got some friends coming out. Should be a damn good time. So make sure you come and join us. Even if you only stop by for like a half hour or whatever, it's free. Park, come in, check it out. Or if you want to make the full day of it, come to our event and then go gamble afterwards in the uh, in the casino. Get, bring your bathing suit. Yeah. You, you, this is something you can actually be in the pool for. Yep. Yeah. Uh, also, thank you to Deeds and Watson. By the way, if you're up in the Northeast, make sure you swing by Reen's Deli for their uh, Cornaglia uh, or Marinucci's for Addie's Hot Chicken. Uh, the hometown homemade favorites are made Deeds and Watson by uh, De- are made Deets and Watson premium meats and artisan cheeses <laughs> from. Uh, check out more. Yoda wrote this copy. I, you know, it from. sounded real Deets up until that point. <laughs> check out more featured. 
<laughs> Delis in the corner deets. of the Deets and Watson, real Philly Deli hoagie guide. So there you go. One of the past that long. <laughs> All right. So Casey posted a photo on his Instagram account. You probably did. On Twitter, I haven't gone on Twitter lately. But you put it. You on know what? I, because I thought it was such a good debate, we uh, that I that I put it on all my social media. All right, so there Twitter, you go. Instagram, Facebook, all of that stuff. So you, you grabbed it, you twatted it, you did all the. <laughs> you were where? Yeah. You were where? I was in Wildwood, by the way. All right. Oh, and... this is down. Sorry. <laughs> 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 All right, what, were, you, were you at a theme park, at a, an amusement park, or what? Yeah, so I was just outside of uh, Maurice Pier, the one that's uh, closest to North Wildwood. By okay. the way, that's where the runaway tram car uh, roller coaster How is. How are you digging it? Well... First of all, it's open. I thought I was supposed to be the first one to ride it, yeah, uh, and they right. they opened it. I rode it, by the way, uh, and it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. It's a smooth ride. Um, it's you know family friendly, good for kids, all that sort of stuff. But it's, maybe it's first also... means something different out of the shore. <laughs> maybe, maybe. But so we were sitting outside of Maurice Pier, and there was um, there's you know a series of stores across the boardwalk, and they had one of those like sledgehammer ring the bell games. Yes, strongman. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, so it was, um, and it was a big one. It went really, really high up, and they have it numbered, but in between each number, they have, like, at the very, very bottom, it says, like, Namsy Pamsy and, you know, stuff like that, and and the higher you go up, it's, like, Mighty Mouse, and then, you know, like, superheroes and and stronger things. Okay. Uh, And I'm and Halfway up, it says Mitt Romney. (laughs) Which I was like, Mitt Romney? Mitt Romney. Above Iron Man? (laughs) Um... Well, so that was the debate we ended up having, and we were there for a while, and, and this was really, really good for the kids, but also good for the adults as well. Because... All right, so, so yeah, let me let me read off these names, Case, from the photo you took. I know there's more in the picture. You couldn't fit any more in this. Right. But but here here's the order from weakest to strongest on the way up, okay? So what I can see on here is Supergirl, then Iron Man, then Wonder Woman, then Captain America, then Hulk... Thanos, then Black Panther, Thor after him, then Captain Marvel, and then above that is Superman. Yeah, and then what, uh, they've yeah. got what, some. So you don't other, like the order? They've yeah, got they're some, way out of order. Massive missteps here. Way out of order. And yeah. so, just so you know, just below, um, <clears throat> in, in just below Supergirl goes Hercules, Wolverine, and then under Wolverine, Godzilla. And I was like, wow, oh, Good. Godzilla, that's a. Is it because he doesn't have opposable thumbs? Well, I mean, if he stepped on it. Well, I think for also, do we consider Godzilla a superhero? Well, no, but he said they had some other things on there. That Hercules isn't a superhero either. And, you know, Mitt Romney, he's just Mitt a Romney's not. <laughs> yeah. He's a governor. And uh, Emeril Lagasse, I thought, was a weird choice. Bam! Yeah, bam! Yeah. Ding! Um, yeah, well, I mean, the, bam. the first thing... The first thing that struck me was Hulk in the middle of these. No. Yeah. Uh, because Hulk is is brute strength and, and like over-the-top brute strength. And what a lot of people forget is, and I know, Kathy, you brought this up as well, is that the, <laughs> the Hulk's power is scalable to whatever foe he's facing. Right. And then I also had another question for you, Steve, because you know a, a lot about this stuff, but aren't Superman and Supergirl, like, Kind of the same, essentially. Yes. Now, however, who is stronger of the two? Well, then you'd you'd get into, I guess, by their by that reckoning, their size and what they, you know. Uh, 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 so Superman's probably stronger than Supergirl. Yeah, and we're and, and by the su- way, I mean they're they're that like they're they're 
definitely possess right. very similar capabilities. Now, Thanos is on this list as well, and so there was there was actually a great debate on my Facebook page about, well, does Thanos have the, the Infinity Gauntlet? And well, I'm like, well, if you're talking the Infinity Gauntlet, then why isn't anybody? What about Superman with the Infinity Gauntlet? You know, even though there's two different universes there, but still. How uh, strong is, uh, so, is Black Panther? I'm sorry. He's not, I thought he was as strong as Captain America. So he's, he's listen, he's yeah. on he's on that level. He's imbued with um, extra extra strength, obviously, and then he has all of the the tech. So he's um you know he's he's up there. I would I would put Captain America um tends to float. He can get he can do some like you know uh, he can do some incredible things. It, it's it's the thing that they sort of juxtapose back and forth. Like wow, I didn't know he could take that. And he could wield the hammer. Right, right, right. So there you go. So he yeah, has, but that he just means he's power. worthy. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, you you have to be worthy to wield the hammer. If you're talking about, and this is a strongman contest. Yeah. So if you if you go to this, who literally just strength. Hmm. That's all there is to not what they can do right. magically and all yeah. this is take the hammer and bring hit it down the thing and shoot the uh, right. little knobby thing up in the air and <laughs> hits the bell. Past uh, past so, Mitt Romney, past we- Hulk. Would we agree that Superman belongs at the very top? I think so. I yeah. think so. I think because so. of all of the things that they have shown throughout the comics and the movies. And, I mean, dude, made the, he freaking spun the world around. Well, you know, backwards, so time would go back. Shazam, as well, is would be, isn't Shazam pretty much He's up on, there on with, a level with Superman? With Superman, yeah. Shazam wasn't on here. You know who was on B. here? B. Arthur. B. Arthur was not on there. He... You believe that? If she, she takes a hit just... of Premarin, yes. which is made from horse urine, she has she incredible strength. She was the strength. of the Golden Girls, she by the way. She definitely was. Clearly. <laughs> but um, also on you this thing. that last episode, Endgame? Yeah. Uh, also on this thing that I, I, I couldn't fit in the picture was Deadpool. I'm like, Deadpool's not, like, super strong. He's just right. He's indestructible. Like, right, you know, right, right, he, uh, right. You know, like, Juggernaut's on, not on there. Colossus isn't on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> no, I think Superman, obviously, you have that, uh, you have that at the top. Yeah. Cap- what about Captain Marvel? Does she belong all the way up there? Captain Marvel's way up there. Though, the, though I, yeah, I, I just found I, out that was a chick. I didn't know that. Uh, I didn't. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Not here. Like, Kathy's in here. Like two weeks ago. Well, Captain Mar- right. Shazam, Captain Marvel was, f- there were two Captain Marvels. Right. Oh, really? So yeah. so Captain Marvel Shazam was, was like, Cap- Captain Marvel. Was Captain Marvel. Oh, yeah. God, you lost me. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. All it's I, great. All Gonna, all I was going to say was, it, I was power. at a breakfast. No, I was at a breakfast, and they had like it was like superheroes. And I was like, "Is Captain Marvel always a girl, or <laughs> what happened here?" <laughs> it's hard to explain. It could be explained by someone better than I. No, but it's fine. Been a I don't want an explanation. In the, in the, in the movie, no. I'm, she's I'm, a girl. This is for it's you, you bitch. I don't in care. The I'm just saying I didn't know she was a girl. I don't need yes. an explanation. I don't I care. I'm not going to Trying to make listen. it easy for you, but I'm, go back to the I'm shoes. not going to listen. <laughs> okay. But at the top, Steve, and, and this is in no particular order, but you would you would have to put <clears throat> Superman and Hulk and, and Thor would be up there, right? I think Thor is a god. Thor is a god. I mean, come on. You know, you know... I, I think, uh, yeah, wielding that hammer. It would have to be Superman, Super. By the way, the hammer has the I power of like there. a planet, right? So that's always been the legend. I mean, like you see him hit people with the hammer, you know, by by the power of it, they, they should vaporize. I mean, if we're talking science. But uh, <laughs> but let's say he's not allowed to use that hammer. Right, he's not right. allowed, allowed to use like uh, a Molinaire. Yeah, yeah. He, well, he has to use the one that's at Maury's Pier. A mallet. Yeah. He's not, you're not, not allowed to use Molinaire because nobody else is allowed. Yeah. Hey, for Captain America. Hey, put that Molinaire down there. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Get the back of the line. 
Uh, hey, pretty boy. Let me see here. Put that mama, mama there down there. Tech says, Captain Marvel is hella strong. Yeah. She can take out so many of them. Right. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Let's go. But the, um, I think in the broad scheme of things, yeah, Superman. Yeah, I think so, yeah. too. All I right. think the biggest mistake is, is Black Panther as high as he is. Agreed. Yes. Agreed. That's the one that made me raise my eyebrow and go, eh, I don't know about Great, that. great fighter. Yeah. Incredible capabilities. Very strong. Very awesome strong. Suit, awesome not, suit. But not stronger than Hulk. No yeah. Qu- no, without question, not stronger than Hulk. And that's in there, and maybe we could switch those two, and it would work. But I don't this know. thing needs to be uh, needs to be re uh, conoinkered. Yeah. I sent the okay. uh, the entire thing, and, and honestly, to the uh, Pentagon. Uh, <laughs> I sent it to Mitt Romney first. <laughs> I sent it to him first. I figure if I can yeah. get it into the Pentagon, it will be through him. Through him, yeah. dear yes. Mitt Romney. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Uh, I wonder why B. Arthur is on this. <laughs> All right. Well, anyhow, Case, I, I think you're correct that that there's. It needs to be fixed. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think we're gonna we're gonna solve the problem right now. But let's work on the Middle East first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll get to that, and then we'll get to this. And so. what it looks like is that these things can be taken off of the little scale thing. So they look professionally embossed. Yes. Yeah. So maybe you know what? When I go back down there, I'll just grab a ladder and yeah. I'll just do it myself. <laughs> sure. Okay. Uh, I have a follow up story to pass along to you guys. I almost feel like starting a uh, a new segment called "This Just In." Case you have the uh, not breaking what? news, oh, not breaking news, sorry. but Hang the on, uh, uh, you know the one with the uh, Morse code and all that stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I can totally do that uh, uh, because we do we use the breaking news for legitimate breaking news from time <laughs> to time, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. not so always, but right. uh, yep. Uh, there we go. This just in follow up story. Uh, Shy Wirtz, the uh, quarterback at uh, South Carolina. Remember I told you guys about him? He got pulled over. Yes. And they found a uh, foreign white substance on the hood of his car. He said it was dog poop. Or not dog poop. (laughs) Bird poop? (laughs) Dog poop will turn white, though. Eventually. It will, but... Uh, He said it was bird poop, and so they arrested him. Turns out it was bird poop. Oh, wow. wow. In the video, you can see the cops paying close attention to the hood of his uh, car, shining a flashlight on the area, allegedly discovering a foreign white substance on it. And that's when an officer walks back up to the patrol car to question Wirtz, asking, uh, what's the white stuff on the front of your hood, man? Uh, Wirtz immediately responds, bird S. And the officer doesn't believe him, saying that repeatedly that the substance looks nothing like bird poop. And instead, he tells words, test results indicate that it was a controlled substance. This is the cop saying this. He says, yeah. I swear to God it's not bird poop because I just tested it and it turned pink. So he did like a, a field test. Right. And Wirtz, Was he using the bird kit by accident? I don't know. He insisted over and over that it was bird poop, but the cop clearly doesn't believe him uh, with the officer eventually telling him it tested positive for cocaine. Uh, Wirtz was charged with misdemeanor cocaine possession and speeding, and he was also suspended from uh, GSU team activities after the arrest. Yes, I'm interested in GSU activities. Uh, So it's Georgia Southern. I'm sorry. I thought it was South Carolina. Georgia Southern. Uh, But uh, prosecutors announced late Thursday that they were dropping the charges. There you go. (laughs) Admitting the substance on Wirtz's car was not cocaine. Now they're going to arrest the bird? I don't know about that. Uh, right is right. Uh, we, yeah. were, we were all sort of. Well, we're looking at it. By the way, that it, we're looking at that. There, that's a bizarre 
cocaine pattern if you were sniffing coke off the hood of your car. Yeah. Or no, I think he was like, they, they thought maybe he was trying to get rid of it. Yeah, I might have thrown it because out. Because if you remember, uh, he didn't, like, he got pulled over and he didn't pull over right away. Like, he went to go. He wanted, like, a lit area or a right. safe area. Right. Or he threw like the bird out over. of the car. Yeah, so, uh, so, so immediately that may have raised suspicion, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, so the solicitor's office has begun expungement process to have the charge removed from the system uh, to ensure that uh, this arrest and charge does not create a criminal history. For so words. so um, wow. they, they followed through and uh, that's pretty wild. How much how much cajoling did they have to do to get them to reexamine the That's a good question. Sample? You guys remember a story a while back of a dude that was arrested and held for quite like months. Yeah, and then the bird came forward. No, no, it was... Uh, it was, you know what it was? It was the sugar off of a Krispy Kreme donut. Yes. And I remember this. It was all over, like, the, the, the yeah. fine powder. And they thought it was, well, it wasn't fine powder. It was, it was like rocks. They thought yeah. it was crack cocaine. Yeah. And uh, and I guess they did a field test, and it came up. It's kind of, I guess it showed positive or something like that. And then they just stalled and stalled and stalled and stalled to do another test. They held it in evidence. Yeah. And and this dude stayed in jail. I guess he did. He couldn't afford bail, or they couldn't get him out or whatever. And it turned out, sure enough, man, it was sugar. But you're right. They, they, you know, dude, check it again. Check, check it, it again. again. Please, I'm telling you. Uh, so he's uh, he's been. Uh, That's why I suggest we create the Dunkin' Donuts defense fund. <laughs> Apparently, he's it's it's all good on this. I'm no. glad the police officer didn't do like that that old taste test. You know, you oh know, my god, <laughs> it's like it's like in uh, what was Dumb and Dumber? Yeah, it takes a swig of the piss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Uh, this just in. Oh. <laughs> The story, you guys know the the story in New Jersey where the um, the uh, letters were coming to the house uh, saying that they were being watched. This this yeah. is a story that has been going on for years. Wait, yeah. I don't know this. Okay, right. so this uh, Derek and Maria brought us uh, bought this house in uh, 2014, and they started receiving these letters saying. All these horrible things. Let me see if I can find some of the um... chilling. We're, we're watching you. We we basically that they were under surveillance. If they went to anybody, they'd be uh, they'd be uh, killed. Yeah. So it was called the the watchers, but they yeah. called themselves. And the writer noted uh, to make uh, noted the make of the couple's car and the comings and goings of construction crews, and observed that the couple had three young children. He or she wrote, uh, was your old house too small for the growing family, or was it greed to bring me your children? Oh, yeah. Once I know their names, I will call them and draw them to. We talked about these guys, uh, right? Draw them to me. Uh, we've talked about this yeah. before, yeah. Okay. It's well, chilling. The family that owned the house just sold it, uh, and they took a $400,000 loss on it. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. Who bought it? That's a good question. The watcher. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he did. I really like the trampoline. <laughs> you know what? So, yeah. Nice so they, they sold the property at 657 Boulevard in Westfield, New Jersey. Uh, they had never moved in. Do you know who bought it, Preston? Uh-uh. Garth Skiffington. <laughs> the evil Skiffington. The house built in 1905 sold on July 1st for about $959,000. The listing on Zillow shows the single-family home is 3,900 square feet set on nearly half an acre. Uh, they bought it for $1.3 million in 2014. Wow, 3,900 square feet and $1.3 million. We're looking at it's it. A, it. It's an affluent neighborhood. It's a nice house. It is crazy. It's an, you know, so upper middle class, right. um, but it's it's not a stunner. And uh, But the fact that this whole thing, and, and no no idea where this is coming That's from. That's crazy. Yeah. This, yep. 
It, it is. It's the kind of chilling thing that, you know, I, mm. and how do you, when you sell a house like that, do you have to disclose to the people who are purchasing it that you were receiving this kind of mail at the house? Mm-hmm. I mean, is there a law that would mandate you doing that? Say so you're in the market for the house. A house? Would you buy it at a four hundred thousand dollar discount? I don't think this, I would. Nah. I mean, like that's you know that's a good what twenty five thirty percent off the the list price. Yeah. For a nice house in a great neighborhood. The only way I would buy it is if I was actually the one selling sending that letter. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. If you're the well, watcher. Here's, yeah. Here's the deal. Mister Broadus had called the police after he got that letter, and the couple immediately uh, emailed the previous owners, John and Andrea Woods, asking they have, if they had gotten such letters. They lived in the home for 23 years without incident, Ms. Woods said, though they had received one letter from, quote, the watcher just a few days before they moved out. Oh, no. All we ever got was freshly baked chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> the letter was non-threatening and made no claim of any possession of the house, according to the lawyer for the previous owners. Two weeks later, another note arrived, uh, and the writer noted the workers have been busy. Have they found what is in the walls yet? In time, they will. At first, the Broadduses wondered if the writer was someone who had made a failed bid to buy the house. Yeah. But that theory was quickly dismissed. Suspicion then fell on the house next door where a widow in her 90s lived with several adult children who were in their 60s. Uh, The police questioned one of the adult children, but he had denied knowing anything about the letters. Mr. Broadus set up webcams, hired private investigators, including a retired FBI agent, but his team was unable to solve the mystery. So they grew suspicious of other neighbors and began having nightmares. They had uh, sold their own home and were staying with Ms. Broadus's parents nearby, terrified of the notion of moving into the new house. Uh, and they were fighting and stressed. Uh, they soon decided to sell, but rumors had already begun to fly in the town why they hadn't moved in. Nobody was buying. So they lowered the price and discovered uh, disclosed the information about the letters to prospective okay. buyers. There you go. They also filed a lawsuit against the Woodses. The former owners, for not informing them of the letter they received, uh, that was later dismissed. When a local reporter found the complaint and reported on it, the story went viral. News trucks parked outside the home, and the couple was deluged with requests from the media. Uh, They ended up signing a deal with uh, Netflix uh, because... uh, Fuller House? No, not Fuller House. (laughs) So this was chronicled in a New York Magazine article last year, and Deadline reported that Netflix purchased the rights to the story in December. I would do Fuller House, (laughs) just a variation on it, where it's the same cast, but they keep getting these threatening letters. Right. And how they, yeah, how they Candace discuss it. Candace Cameron Bure, like, right. we've got another goddamn letter. Yeah. I know that the house isn't, like, huge or anything like that, but I, I love it. I, I love the look of this house. I have house. one problem. What? There is a, 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 a slightly weird window. Uh, that goes laterally. Oh yeah, I see that, Steve. I, that uh, wouldn't do. That would, that would, that would bother drive me crazy. You. Yeah, there are two. Uh, <laughs> there are two vertical. Uh, uh, these are these are rectangles. They're rectangular vertically, and right. then there's one next to it that's horizontal. Yeah, it's not. Now, if that, that was in weird. the middle, that would you'd work. Be okay, that'd with be that. fine. Yeah, but it's yeah. off to the left. And frankly, President, that's why I've been sending letters to this family for <laughs> some <years. laughs> Dear family, you fix the windows. They look so stupid. Call Window Nation for Christ's sake. They can do the work in a day and a half. Um, what would you call that style of a home? Is that like a Danish? No, no, it's like a it's Dutch colonial. Dutch, I'm Dutch Mediterranean fusion. No, what? That's that's your favorite food. Uh, yeah, that is a nice house. But so they they sold. They took a four hundred thousand dollar loss. So maybe. 
Maybe the Netflix deal will uh, <clears throat> make up cover for the cost. It. Make up for it. Yeah, they really they took that loss sense. and they spent all that money on legal fees and hired the the FBI yeah, yeah. guy or whatever. I mean, that's a lot of money for my, a house that they never lived in. My guess is the Netflix deal might uh, might cover a lot of that. I hope yeah, so. maybe. Uh, uh, it reminds you of movies like. Um, you know, anytime there's any plot line where someone is being when a stranger harassed, calls. right? Yeah, exactly, or mm-hmm. something like that. It, it, it's it's the psychological. Nothing ever actually happened. There was no act of aggression, but in many ways, that you could deal with. You could, you know, you, you set the trap, you arrest someone. This uh, waging a campaign of of subtle terror is is uh, is just life sucking. You guys ever receive an anonymous letter from Cl- Publishers Clearinghouse? <laughs> not no. e- not emails. A letter. I know. Yeah. Have you? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. When? Here? At the, at, at here? No, when I was in middle school. I told you guys about it before. Oh. oh. So it was threatening to kill me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? It was Kathy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, yeah. I didn't know <laughs> you were in high school, silly. <laughs> no, it was Kathy Romano. It was, it was a different Kathy, but yeah. 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 Was it? Girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she did tell us the story. Uh-huh. And the, the, the girl was Left them of... in my locker. I don't want to get, I'm not going to say any names because uh, yeah. it's still she. Uh, but yeah, man, that was freaky. Police were called. The whole thing. Put Wait, it... I don't remember this. They were left. The letters were left in your locker. In she locker, was putting yeah. so through, the locker, through the grate, the yeah. vent. Yeah, and she, well, you don't want to talk about it. Well, she I, didn't like you, I guess. I, I guess so. I think I uh, a friend of mine had uh, picked on her, and I <clears throat> I laughed when he was doing that. Oh. So yeah, which was. Crappy for me. I was a, I was an idiot. I was yeah. dumb, and I did dumb things as a teenager. Might uh, and, and I'm embarrassed, and I'm embarrassed by it. Uh, but yeah, so it it cut deep in this girl, and she sent me these notes and signed them in blood. And stuff didn't want like to kill that. him, right? Wanted Ooh. to kill you. Yeah, that's maybe weird. Hmm. Yeah, but it was. I, I think maybe maybe she had feelings for me or something like that. It hurt that much more. Yeah, so mm. it's not something I'm proud of. But I tell you what, point taken. Freak yeah. me out, dude. Scared. It, it got me a little little tripped out for a while, and uh, yeah, the you could put stuff thing. through those grates. Yeah, you could. Oh, yeah, I used to easy. people that I liked. I'd put little individual slices of cheese. Oh <laughs> man, that's so sweet. What a treat! A You're just adorable. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Preston. You should, honestly, we're talking about this. You should talk about the story of the, the TV dude. And on the show for Bizarre File. The TV dude. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It, that, it is okay. for Bizarre File. All right, we'll leave have, it for that. I have that coming up. Yeah, in, it's in something that pertains Bizarre. to that is in the next Bizarre File. Uh, but uh-huh. uh, anyhow, uh, so they're going to uh, they're, they're gonna take a, a bath on the on the home and, uh, well, and lose some money out of it. You know what? It's funny, though, because, like, you know, the Amityville Horror story was one where, the, the you know, and... and, and that story is originally reported, and you had the uh, the DeFeo family and the, the murders and all that stuff. And then there was this story of the Amityville Horror in the house, and then it was it was proven by uh, the newspaper on Long Island that it was a, a scam that the okay. family had, had concocted the ghost story and so on and so forth. But wait a minute, there had been murders in the house. There though? had been murders. Okay, in the house. so that's oh, where so they, they built on. Ooh, that. You know what? Right, right, yeah, right. right. Okay. And then when they the, the, so the the Newsday is the uh, is the is the newspaper of record, I guess, for Long Island, and they went and did investigations, and there was supposedly this room in the basement it's depicted in the movie where Indian rituals would take place, and it, it's the size of half a broom closet. Under yeah. the, you know, it's so all these weird things that were reported never. Yeah, never panned out. But people have done things like that to give real estate or something a little bit of a sure. of a little extra story to yeah. sell it. Yeah. I, I I love a good scary story. Oh yeah, like, like as told by you know a, a person, not yeah. necessarily you not know a demon. And so, but when you mentioned like a, a stranger calls, yes, I, I had heard that as a scary story. It, the obviously the movie 
had existed, but right. uh, but the movie even even parlayed that 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 story's been around forever. Had, okay, yeah, the so I didn't the know, whole thing. Yes, I didn't know that. I and I had always heard it as a scary story. I'm like, oh my god, that's oh, so terrifying. Yeah. And especially as like, as a little kid, it was you know that and Monkey's Paw was another scary one that I really loved. Right. Yeah. Right. There's actually that movie that's out right now, which is the the, the collection of scary stories that's meant. The Guillermo del Toro one. Yeah, and it's yeah. all it's all based on that those kind of great legends and stories that you hear as a kid that, you know, drive you crazy. I finally started reading, uh, I've, I've read a lot of Stephen King, but there's there's a couple of big ones that are that are left out of the puzzle pieces of, of getting to all of his works, but I finally started reading The Shining. Oh, you never read oh. it? No, no, I'm about a third of the way through it right now. It's really good. How different is it uh, from... Way the, different. That's what I've heard. Way, way, way different and much more involved, as you can imagine. Yeah. It's a book and books are a lot more involved than films, but... The miniseries was apparently a really solid representation of the book, Preston, and I, I, end, I liked Kubrick's movie better. I love Kubrick's Kubrick, movie. The King does not like Kubrick's That's movie. That's what I was going to ask, yeah. And it was because it wasn't faithful, right? That it, they strayed they, so much? It changed a lot. The, yeah. prob- the problem with, with that initially is that the story is supposed to be a sort of a, um, here's a, here's a guy who has some issues, but who, be, who is sort of um, finessed into being this lunatic. Jack Nicholson always sort of reads as a little bit of yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. and so you're starting, you know, yeah. hey, you see, he saw it on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, and he, it's it's not that much of a shift, you know. I was I was watching the movie yeah, a yeah. couple of weeks ago, too, and that's part of the reason that motivated me to go ahead and pick up the book and start reading it. And Jack just, something about his face. Yeah. His <laughs> face just says crazy. Yeah. It really does. His forehead. Did you see the deep fake where they put Jim Carrey's face on Nicholson Amazing. in that? Amazing. It's, it's wild. effing crazy. Yeah. They they have similar structure in their face. And yeah. It just, it fits seamlessly. They did something that's making the rounds now with Bill Hader, who made an appearance. Yeah. It might have been on Colbert or whatever, or, or Letterman. And he's doing Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. And Preston, they morph him into Tom Cruise. I got to see it. And it is seamless. Okay. And you, you, you like, rub your eyes. It's like, holy Christ, that's unbelievable. That and then the uh, the Nick Offerman on all the cast of Full House in the opening credits. Yeah. So they put Nick Offerman's yeah. face on Uncle Jesse and the baby. <laughs> they did it with Mike Tyson, too. Did the, they? Okay. Yeah. The technology is getting out of hand, man. Well, it will. It, it really gives you a pause for uh, concerning consideration when you see something. Mm-hmm. Vet it before yeah. you immediately right. believe it. It's the Running Man, dude. Yeah, it the is. Butcher Bakersfield, man. Me of the Running Man, yeah. yeah. When they uh, when they swap out the guy that Jesse Ventura is fighting at the end, and yep, and they uh, they bitmap him in there. Yeah, we're looking at the video of the Nick Offerman thing. Oh my god! I well, anyhow, well maybe we'll see a, uh, a movie made out of this Watcher thing. I don't know what exactly they'll do with it without any. Uh, you know, wrap up to the story. Uh, one more thing, you want me to? Mention? Yeah, oh, please. Yeah, I mean we got a couple of minutes. This just in, in Lawrence, Kansas, they put a payphone in at the library. Yay! Yes. Wow. We oh. can call out of town. Uh, executive director of the Lawrence Downtown Library, uh, Brad Allen, said the online oh, response. Big changes happening in the library. <laughs> we just got a payphone installed, and we completed work on the Dewey Decimal System. He said that the response online has been startling. Oh, it's been incredible. People who have relatives in other states can now talk to them vis-a-vis the phone without having to drive over and speak with them in person. Well, what's, what's the cost of a phone call now? Uh, it's $100. Uh, I don't know, but while many have jokingly asked when the library will next set up a telegraph station, Alan said that there's 
still a need for phones in public places. That's not very funny. Although uh, Alan also believes that it can be short-sighted to assume that everyone has easy access to a personal smartphone. He said there's a lot of different reasons why you might need a payphone. Set up a telegraph. That's very funny. Why don't you eat a bag of D's? <laughs> <laughs> the same reason that you might need a printer or a fax machine, your cell phone might be on the fritz or out of minutes. Uh, and Alan said the, the new payphone of the library is the only one left in downtown Lawrence. While the payphone fills a need, the younger generation seems baffled. <laughs> Ask Ari Mart- Martin, an 11-year-old at library, he said, how do I dial on this? Yeah. And while testing out the payphone, Martin and a few others born in this century repeatedly attempted to dial a number on the phone keypad without lifting the handset out of the cradle. Uh, so it is funny because I had, uh, when we... We're at uh, Waimea Canyon in, in uh, Kauai. For some reason, they have payphones. Oh, you know why? You can't get cell service out there. There oh. you go. Yeah, you okay. can't get cell service once you, once you get out there. Told They told us about that. And they had payphones. Disney World had, used to have payphones. So, like, well, like so, they're solar probably, are they not? Are they solar-powered phones? No, no okay. they, uh, I didn't see any solar. Okay. Uh, I mean, they had, they had electricity, but you just can't get a, a, um, a cell signal. I got you. Because it's up the elevations too right, high. Right, right. So anyhow, uh, we posted a picture on, uh, on Instagram of my kids <laughs> looking at it, uh, being mystified as to what it is <laughs> that we had stumbled across. And it was pretty funny because we picked it up. Uh, and there was no dial tone, huh? so I don't know how the hell you were supposed to make the damn thing. It's work. just novelty. Uh, yeah, it's baby. water in your face, <laughs> and and that is a good question, Casey. Yeah, what would a local phone call cost you, and how long can you talk? It's usually yeah. a quarter. Right? Well, I mean, it, well, yeah, it used to be, back used in the be. day, it was. Yeah, it used to be a quarter, and then. And you, and for a quarter you could talk as long as you wanted to, right? Locally, I thought that was the case locally, yeah. and then long distance, obviously, you'd have to keep feeding yeah. coins in. Also, yep. if um, you have, if you happen to have a paperclip on you, you can make free phone calls. Did you, you know got, how to do it? Yeah. So, um, just below the zero <laughs> is a tiny little, little hole, hole. Yeah. And you oh, stick yeah. the paperclip in that hole, and then the other side of the paperclip into the the receiver, like the part that you talk into. You have to stick it in the operator's hole into one of those holes, and then you dial. Yeah. I don't Did you know. ever do it? Yeah. Totally no worked kid. for me, yeah. I know from War Games, he does that in the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Or not in the beginning, but uh, yeah, near the beginning of the movie. He uses a <laughs> little piece of metal to make it work. I, uh, I I just hope nobody was playing a joke on me because I did something. Uh, I told my son that uh, there was this vending machine. And I said, if you hit all the buttons at the same time, you get a free piece of candy. And he's like, nuh-uh. But I had uh-huh. told, uh, I, w- I said, uh-huh. Uh-huh. uh But before I told him this, I went and put money in the machine, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I go, go ahead, go put, push all the buttons at the same time. And then sure enough, Peanut M&M's came out. He's like, no way. And then he like went and told all his friends. <laughs> oh, my God. It's a good prank. That's great. It's a good one, right? That's yeah. great. Hey, if you wear this hat, you can walk across an active highway without getting hit by a car. <laughs> No. Did you did you just make sure that he wasn't looking when you did it? Oh yeah, so yes, absolutely. I knew I was going to do it to him. Nobody. It, this was down the shore at the Adventure <laughs> Hotel, and uh, and I he was you know uh, overplaying with his friends. I went and did it, and then when he went back and told his friends about it, <laughs> I went and put more money in the machine. So then they all did it. I was so great. That's wow. so, yes. I, I told you guys this before. Cost but me fifty eight bucks, but it's worth it. <laughs> if you got, if you were on the fourth floor, I don't think this still happens in this building. But if you were on the fourth floor in this building years ago and you didn't touch any of the buttons, the elevators would automatically go down to the first floor. So we told this guy. This is back when I worked in the promotions group. We told this guy Stan that they were voice activated. So all you had to do was when you get in the elevator, say. <laughs> 
floor one. And then the floor, so he would get in the elevator, say floor one, and he would descend to the first floor. Like every time. I like it. You know, it doesn't do that anymore. No, no, not anymore. There's a bizarre configuration with this building because there are certain floors where you can't get walk the length of the building on a floor. You I know. Have, like, I think the fourth floor might be the only one you can. Is that it? Uh, fourth and third. And third? Okay. I'm pretty sure, but yeah, first and second you can't. I don't know about anything above us. It's bizarre. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Fifth and sixth can't. Yeah, I think it's third and fourth right now. It's really weird. It's like a big game of Tetris. Yeah, they're still they're working on rebuilding it. All right, well, anyhow, I uh, just thought I'd uh, pass along those uh, stories to you. And yes, this just in. But actually, this is just in. I want to do this now. I want to give away the emoji. Oh! Yep, yep I'm jumping the gun. I'm doing it just a smidge earlier than usual, just to throw you off a little bit. So we're going to take caller number, during the commercial break, we'll take caller number 32. The number of Avengers. 215-263-WMMR. Do you know the emoji code? We'll start with caller number 32 and see if they can get it right. If not, we'll go to 33 and 34 and so on. So give us a call. Right now, you still have time to go look at it at PrestonandSteve.com. There's a lot up for grabs. If you get this right, a limited edition Avengers Assembled Steelbook, all four Avengers films on digital, 4K, Ultra HD, Blu-ray, and Blu-ray, and a $1,000 Best Buy gift card. So 215-263-WMMR, call number 32. We'll take a break, and we will be right back. Stay with us. President Steve Show podcast. Wait, turn up the sound. Now. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Let's solve the emoji code. We were looking for caller number 32. And all you had to do was go on to PrestonSteve.com, check out the emoji code that Casey came up with, and decipher it, and then be the thir- uh, 32nd caller. Get it right, you win. All right, caller number 32. Guys, this is Jennifer. Hey, Jennifer, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good, Jennifer. Do you think you have it figured out? You should have gone for the head. And that is correct. You should have gone for the head. Absolutely correct. A line from Thanos and Jennifer. Since you got that right, we are going to take care of you. We have a limited edition Avengers Assembled Steelbook. All four Avengers films on digital, 4K, Ultra HD, Blu-ray, and Blu-ray. And, Jennifer, we have a $1,000 Best Buy gift card for you. How about that? Oh, that's awesome. That is great, isn't it? More excited. Be more excited. Thank you. I'm going to get so many things with that. Are you at work? I know. Yes, I am. All right, All right Jennifer, congratulations, and uh, you just hang on the line there. We'll get your information, Sweetie. and we'll set you up. Isn't that wonderful? This is wonderful news. <laughs> yes. I'm so glad to have this $1,000 in these movies. Is it great? <sighs> Man, if somebody gave me 1000 bucks, I know! <laughs> Walk outside! Yeah. $1,000. That's great. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right, one minute. Twenty bucks. We've I'm given like, away some you. Herculean prizes over the years to like nothing. I know. I, I, I understand if you're at work, but I just, Nick says go outside, run up to the roof, <laughs> right? Th- you know, something. Throw the printer through the window. <laughs> something. <laughs> 
$1,000 Best Buy gift card along with that. By the way, the limited edition of Avengers Endgame still book is only sold at Best Buy stores and on BestBuy.com. Avengers Endgame is now available on digital and Blu-ray. It's the highest grossing movie of all time. I'm thrilled to be receiving a copy of it. We may have to do that again because yeah. I I, never, I'm not satisfied. I never get those damn emoji codes, ever. Well, like, I, I don't get them either. I got like the first quarter. Can, yeah. you, can you explain in case? Uh, yeah, but just, just to let everybody know that uh, we have uh, two more $1,000 gift cards to give away this week. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. That'll be so fun. Uh, That's cool. So That's $2,000. <laughs> <laughs> to win that. So tune in on uh, Thursday <laughs> All right. I've heard people give more raucous confessions in church. (laughs) So the emoji code is a the it's a U like a female sheep, right? Right. U and then the sh emoji, right? Followed by O O D. So you should, should. Uh, and then it's a ha emoji. Well, hang on, hang on. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. It's not a ha emoji. It's it's a laughing emoji. Yes. All right. And by the way, the shh emoji is a guy's face with a finger held up to it. You need to be a little bit more descriptive. That was the only part I got. All right, so anyhow, and then it's got the uh, a, a laughing emoji, which is ha. Ha. And then, and then followed by a, like a, something that looks like a V. Okay. So that's the have, have. Yeah. And then uh, gone is a go with the, uh, it's a uh, traffic light. Wow. Yep. Go on, so gone. And then four is a golfer. And then uh, the is you literally spelled out the with uh, emojis. <laughs> yep. And so then you, you gotta be prepared. Even see that. You, you, you prepare. Yeah, and I didn't. But I. <laughs> okay. So you finished off with the the last graphic is of the um, the it's head. person's head. Yeah. Head right. being massaged. So you said I was right though. My, I I translated it to sheep should grin light and crisp crisp male head crush. Yeah, I yeah. didn't want you to feel bad. <laughs> That's why head I told crush. you you were right. Oh, those are hands on either side of that yeah. head. I yeah. couldn't even tell what that was. I can't even, I don't even know what these things are. That's why you can count me out of them because <laughs> I I can't do it. But you can, and clearly people win from that. Very excited people win. I so $1,000. Congratulations. From Best Buy. All right. Um, bizarre file. I have to do a short one, yeah. I believe you said. Right. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. And it's brought to you by Dunkin'. Fuel your day with a freshly brewed iced coffee from Dunkin'. Dunkin' iced coffee is made just for you any way you like it. So stop by Dunkin' today. America runs on Dunkin'. So residents living in a Virginia neighborhood woke up to find free televisions on their doorsteps. Sounds like a great gift until you see that they're <laughs> older box sets what the f- is left at the home. Now, uh, apparently, according to homeowner Jim Brooksbank, he said he's committed to his trade, whoever this is. Doorbell, doorbell surveillance cameras captured the man who has a TV set that is apparently hollowed out and he's wearing it over his head. Oh, my God. Laying an older set down on someone's front porch and then just walking off. It it looks hilarious. Now, here's the deal. This bizarre discovery happened Saturday morning in the Hampshire neighborhood of Enrico and outdated TV boxes were found at more than 50 houses that morning. So if it's a prank, it's a really good one. Yes. If it's not, it's on the order of getting letters from somebody who wants you to move out of the house. This guy, this the guy with the TV on his head looks awesome. It, it's I, great. I, I, I That might be my <laughs> Halloween costume, to be honest. It's brilliant. <laughs> so uh, according to uh, homeowner Michael Crawley said, I thought my son brought it home, but apparently... Not. They had too, way too much time on their hands if they had all these TVs and spread them all over the neighborhood. Uh, police have security camera video from multiple neighbors 
Uh, but uh, they think it's only a prank targeting no one in particular. Officers and county workers spent Sunday morning trying to pick up the old units and hauling them away. Now, this is the second time that the TV set mystery has played out in Glen Allen. The same thing happened in a different neighborhood last August. I wonder where these TVs are coming from. Yeah, it's a good question. You can probably get them pretty cheap. Yeah. Uh, so, or or it, find them, you know, or they, they just see them, you know, occasionally you'll see one sitting out on the road. People are, get, are getting rid of them still. Or possibly like an old office or, yeah. an old, you, know, you know, school yeah. or something. <laughs> but this might happen every year. Yeah. We'll have to say. Quite possible. Uh, here's a, this is a story from last week. I didn't get a chance to get into it in the bizarre file. Did you guys see this? A flight attendant was charged with criminal public intoxication on Thursday after passengers. Yeah. Board of United Express flight raised alarms and one tweeted a video appearing to show her slumped over in her seat. Julianne March from Waukesha, Wisconsin, was charged with misdemeanor. United Airlines earlier confirmed passengers had reported a flight attendant who appeared to be under the influence during the flight from Chicago to South Bend. When the plane landed, officers boarded and she started crying. And when they asked what city she was in, she said Chicago. <laughs> so she didn't even know where she was. And when the administered breathalyzer test, her level was point two oh four. Five times over the legal limit for flight attendants. Mm. Uh, Federal Aviation Administration. I get nervous on planes. Said the limit for all aviation sensitive positions, pilot, flight attendant, mechanic, for example, is .04 for alcohol. Uh, She was a probationary flight attendant who had been on the job only a few months and was fired on the terms that she didn't complete the probationary time period. She wasn't putting her best foot forward. I guess not. Uh, in an interview, passengers said that uh, Aaron Shreb said that when he boarded, he noticed the sole flight attendant on the plane was acting odd. She was leaning against the galley and didn't seem to be making eye contact with passengers while boarding. She seemed a little strange. <laughs> After everyone boarded uh, and the plane was still at the gate, the flight attendant started to make the security announcement, but her speech was very slurred. And they noticed that she was bumping into several seats and passengers as she walked up and down the aisle to check the overhead bins. After the plane taxied to the runway, she sat down in the jump seat and appeared to pass out for nearly the entire flight. (laughs) And they have a picture of her just slumped over. Uh, While they were in the air, a female passenger noticed the flight attendant didn't have her seatbelt and helped strap her in as well. You don't really need those things. That's messed up. I'm sorry to keep it so short this time around, guys, but that's all we have time for. But I still have a lot of great stories, and I will reveal those tomorrow. All right. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to get to trash, lesson question, music news. And we actually have a special guest who is in for music news to tell musicians who may be listening about how the city of Philadelphia is watching out for you. So we'll come back and I'll tell you who that is when we return. Stay with us. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Cave 6 on 93.3 WMMR. Did I just... We just mentioned them, right, Marissa? Yeah, yeah. with the Wallflowers on the 24th in Hershey, and then the 25th, they're going to be playing at the Keswick, so, uh, and Blessed Union of Souls as well. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> these shows are good because you get these bands that have a couple of hits, you, you, you stack them with a few others, and you have a, a night of songs that you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. We're going to do today's lesson question, and Nick, did you bring those over here? Son of a bitch. Uh, it's okay. I'll, I'll have you ask it. 
Uh, so we're going to do today's lesson question. We're going to give away a pair of tickets to MMR Rock Zach Brown Band mm. Friday, September 6th, BB&T Pavilion. So what question do we pose today, Well, Nick? do you want an early one or a later one? I'll, I'll let you choose for us. Uh, you know what? Last week I did a lot of early ones. Okay. Do, do a later one. All right, so... <laughs> What delightful treat did Steve like to slip into people's lockers when he was in high school? Okay, 215-263-WMMR. I remember that one. Call now if you know the answer. What delightful treat did Steve used to slip into people's lockers in high school? 215-263-WMMR. You had to be listening in order to know the answer. Call now. Let's see if you can get through and win that prize. While you're calling, we are going to do this, the Hollywood Trash. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR. With Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. And it's brought to you by Monster Mania. Monster Mania Con 43, August 16th through the 18th. You can see Freddie himself, Robert Englund, Clive Barker, Ric Flair. Awesome. And more. Tickets available at the door for more information. Or for more of the gore in store, visit monstermania.net. What's going on, Steve? Well, Gina Davis admitting in court that she lied to Oprah Winfrey on her show when she professed to being legally married to her ex, Risa Duray. Unfortunately for Davis, lying to Oprah is a capital crime and could result in her execution. Oh, oh my God. Aaron Carter's girlfriend is now under investigation by the cops for striking him across the face. Carter admits that he did claim to be gay over a year ago, but says he's not very good at it. Hey! And finally, Liam Hemsworth saying people don't understand as he discusses his split with Miley Cyrus after just one year of marriage. Hemsworth says he tried everything he could, but just couldn't get it annulled any sooner. (laughs) And that's your Hollywood track. All righty. Let's see if somebody knows the answer to this question. Uh, in high school, Steve would slip what into the locker as a delightful treat for friends? And I will go to Brian for the answer. Hey, Brian. Hey, it's actually Ryan, but close enough. All right, Ryan, do me a favor. Tell me what Steve would slip into people's lockers. I uh, was sl- slipping in slices of cheese. That is correct. <laughs> We'll get your information, Brian. We are going to set you up with a pair of tickets. Like I said, is MMR Rocks. Zach Brown Band on Friday, September 6th, BB&T Pavilion. And some tickets for both of their shows are available September 6th and 7th. And you can go to Ticketmaster.com and get those. So why don't you? Music news time. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! <laughs> Uh, brought to you by Deeds and Watson Real Philly Deli. If you want a real Philly hoagie, you got to go to a real Philly deli. Deeds and Watson created the Real Philly Deli Hoagie Guide. You're mapped to the most delicious hoagies in the city. Earn prizes like T-shirts, coolers, food, and even tickets to see the birds play just for eating real Philly hoagies. Going to have a guest on Music News in just a moment. Mm-hmm. Let me run through a couple of stories real quick. How about this? Uh, local story. This was just in uh, apparently a little while ago. The iconic radio tower signage atop the Tower Theater in Upper Darby has come down or has to come down because of public safety concerns. It's it's coming down actually. Uh, Steve Keeley's been posting some pictures, you know, from Fox Twenty Nine. Yeah. And uh, so there's close-ups of the tower, Preston. It's rotted, rusty. Oh, yeah. It's it's in really bad shape. Uh, Mayor Tom McCotsey, uh said that uh, Live Nation. The theater's owner has notified the township that work will begin today and uh, last for two days. Uh, the company's engineers determined the signage atop the 92-year-old building on uh, 69th Street was unsafe after an inspection and needed to come down. 
Uh, so <clears throat> the sphere at the top of the tower and the letters on its sides will be donated to a museum. Ah, it's so iconic. And they're exploring options for the tower's replacement as well. No for, uh, immediate comment from uh, Live Nation. So, yeah, they're going to It's the kind of rust where you can just take it and break it off. No That's kidding. how bad it was, yeah. yeah. Mm, maybe we could put a statue of Gary Lauer up there and call it the Lauer, the Lauer. Theater. Yeah. The Lauer Playing Theater. Playing at the Lauer. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> and, and, you know, <laughs> yeah. That's the sound you hear when they... Uh... Tonight at the Lauer. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, let's see what else I have for you. Jack Black and Jack White have joined musical forces in a new behind-the-scenes video. Black and his uh, Tenacious D bandmate Kyle Gass had visited White's record label and studio in Nashville. They posed for photos, took a tour, and they recorded a new single with White's assistance. Now, I haven't heard this yet. No, I'm interested in hearing it. Uh, and about the collaboration, Jack said everyone's been, Jack Black said everyone's been waiting for it, and now it's here. Uh, they posted a video online t- and titled it Jack Gray. Ah, Jack oh, I get Jack it. Emerging, so, yeah. I'm curious as to what that will yield. Should be pretty interesting. Uh, Tool band members are known to be meticulous when it comes to their music and are taking a lot of time between albums. In an interview with Revolver guitarist Adam Jones said, I never felt pressure, though. I felt anxiety because they would blame our singer, and it's not his fault. Uh, he explained that the band members have families and other projects and interests that have been keeping them busy. Jones said that the album is finished and stated the writing is the same. And that's the thing I really like about it. We really suffer for our, our art, which you should do. If it's worth having, it's worth suffering for. Of course, the band's last album was released in 2006. And Fear Inoculum will be released on August 30th. <clears throat> One more thing before we welcome our musical guest. A new Chuck Berry documentary titled simply Chuck Berry chronicles the life and career of the father and rock of rock and roll. Uh, Rolling Stone posted the trailer to the film, <laughs> which was uh, directed and produced by John Brewer and uh, premiered. Yes, he used to like to have women fart on him. I know that. Uh, and premieres on October 4th at the Nashville Film Festival. Uh, among, or no, wait. It no, was, he, he was, was harder, the fart harder, on in, them. That's yes, right. Yes, yes. It was the, the footage that is just one of the greatest pieces of footage of him with a, um, a prostitute. Do we have that audio? Because it's where she... Uh, yeah, of course yeah. we do. Okay. All right, the great Chuck Berry. Lady. Are you bathing? Yes. Yeah. You got to get clean. Yes, I do. I need something to bathe. Kiss her. You my girl? You love me? Yeah. Open your mouth. Oh, God. Oh, my God. That's not funny. That's... Hold on. Hail, hail, oh, rock and roll. Oh. Open your... Yeah. Open your mouth. Oh, you can smell my fart. You can smell my fart. Is that what he said? Yeah. yeah. I think oh, so. Oh, God. That's a Chuck Berry fart, though. That's wow. rock royalty. Is that going to be in the documentary? I think so. I think it would have to be. <laughs> that segment will probably be introduced by somebody like, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> little Richard. Yeah, yeah. You have the Little Richard one bubble of It's one of the best. <laughs> I don't know what that would have been under for you. <laughs> we spent like an hour talking about that one more. bum bumble no, that's not it. It might be under Wop Bop a Lube Up. 
Which, how, I don't know how that you spell that. All right, anyway. Uh, well, this might, uh, is this it? I don't know. Do we do it live? Yeah, but you would add the babaloo, uh, yeah. oh, and then would I do add, it? And then you added that, yeah. All right, you ready? Wait, wait. <laughs> okay. Which one do we use? That, the one you've been using. Okay. I think so. Yeah, probably. All right, you ready? <laughs> yeah. Wait, all right, one more time. There you go. And he's a little richer. It's not even Chuck Berry, but it's the oh. spirit of rock. <laughs> is that what it is? So, uh, Rolling Stone posted the trailer for the film, which is directed and produced by John Brewer. It premieres October 4th at the Nashville Film Festival. Among the legends appearing on camera in the film are John Lennon, uh, Paul McCartney, Bo Diddley, Little Richard, Mick Jagger, Keith Richards, Ron Wood, Gene Simmons. Keith Richards did a great Chuck Berry Hail, hail, rock hail, and roll. Hail, hail, rock and roll. Yep. And, there, and if you honestly, besides the um, uh, farting in the hooker's face, the, 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 to see Chuck Berry do what he does, <laughs> besides that, is pretty amazing. Uh, Steve Van Zant, Nils Lofgren, uh, Alice Cooper, George Thorogood, Johnny Rivers, Joe Bonamassa. Love Ni- Johnny Rivers. Now Rogers. I mentioned Gene Simmons will be in this as well. That's so. right. Yes. Was- no chickens were harmed during the making of this film. <laughs> Thank God for that. Gene, did you? I did fart in a chicken's okay. face. <laughs> in a chicken's face? Yes. Mr. Cluckers. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Open your beak. A boy chicken. A boy chicken. Open your beak. Also interviewed are Barry's son and daughter, both uh, longtime bandmates of his, Ingrid Barry and Charles Barry Jr. Huh. Uh, and for the first time ever, Barry's wife of 68 years. Single. Uh, no, not Dingleberry. The Meta, the Meta Suggs Berry, uh, and uh, John Brewer said the family members really gave a profound insight into the man behind the music. Also, we talked to his lawyer about the truth behind some of these charges uh, levied against Berry. There, listen, there, it's it's not he's a legend, but there is a, a checkered past. Oh with yeah, cameras and bathrooms and things of that nature, and mm-hmm. that's you know you take the the person warts and all. Farts and all. Yeah, I remember, but, yeah, I remember we had the Geeter in here, and he was telling us how he was like, I'm not playing until you, you got to go get me some girls. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and he was yeah. very adamant about that. So, right. Yeah. So family members, but no mention of Marvin Berry. <laughs> no, <laughs> Marvin Berry. You know what? He has sadly been left in the dust. <laughs> yeah. The, and uh, Overlooked for so many years. No mention of Marvy, Marvin Berry and the Starlighters, unfortunately. Huh. Peaked in 55. Yeah. A lot of people are pointing out, Preston, that that's how the, uh, the hooker got pink eye. Shut <laughs> 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 Wow. Kind of makes you wonder what you were up to. Really. Well, you know what? I, I wear it proudly if it came from the father of rock and roll. Hail, hail. All right, and on to our guest. Yay. we got to follow that up. Why he's even still here, we don't know. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, uh, we're going to welcome, and I'll explain why he's here. We're welcoming Grammy-nominated engineer, producer, Recording Academy National Trustee, Director of Sound Recording and Music Technology at Montgomery County Community College as well, our nice. friend, Mr. David Ivory. Yay. Nice to see you, David. Nice to see you, Preston. Thank you so much. You bet. Uh, David is a longtime member of the uh, musical community here in Philadelphia and the the greater Philadelphia area uh, and is a part of, and the reason he came in is because there's a press conference coming out on Thursday uh, about the Music Industry Industry Task Force here 
in Philadelphia. And so this speaks to local musicians. Yeah, it's very important. There's a thriving community here. And and I know, David, that uh, that one of the missions of the task force is to is really put Philadelphia more prominently on the map as a music city, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. And, I mean, there, there are, you know, towns in, in the country that have uh, been synonymous with the music industry, and you had mentioned Nashville, and we were talking off-air Nashville, and Seattle, and, Seattle and, and of course, Los Angeles right. and, and New York, too. Uh, but we have such great talent here, and you guys are going to help foster that. What's what, what's some of the information you wanted to share about the, the task force and what you guys are doing to help out? Well, the beauty of it is city council put us together to put this task force together along with the leadership of Councilman O. So their heart's in it. So not only in it, like, you know, I don't know if you realize we have an entertainment tax in the city, and from 2016 to 2017, it got $20 million. Right. So where's we want to try to reinvest some of that into the community, which so, is important. That's cool. So the idea is to is to start re, rebranding and and and, yeah. and 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 position this city and and start to get this city some of the recognition uh, that it deserves. That it deserves exactly, rightfully and, so. You go into Nashville, right, and you go to Nashville Airport. You instantly are hit with Nashville music. There's yeah. musicians all over the place playing in the airport. You come into Philadelphia, you see our films. But you don't see any of our music right. or hear any of our music. And that, that to us, creates the culture instantly as soon as you walk in. Wow, I'm in Philly. I hear the music. I see the sounds. And it's like, to us, that's one of the recommendations that we want to do along with eight others. I love that. Because for so long, there's so many times we've done things or talked about artists and then you learn about their Philly connection. Oh, really? Oh, really? And it's like even to, to people, natives of Philadelphia are unaware of the Absolutely. rich history so uh, this is a this is a great thing. I was talking about it earlier. It's like um, <clears throat> off air, you know. You could, I'm, I'm in L.A. a lot with yeah. the Grammys and all that. And as soon as I say I'm from Philly, instantly, wow, you're from Philly. I love the music there. I, and it's like it's more from the outside than what we have as far as what we yeah. develop. So that's that was one of the big things of this to try to like build awareness. For our Philadelphia community, we're like so rich and steeped. Like, look at this station, 50 years. Are you kidding me? I mean, it's like, it, <laughs> you know, that's, and, and stations like this, you know, are fallen by the way. So we still have this kind of community and we want to foster it and put some money into it and make it a concerted effort to do that. There, there, yeah, and with that, honestly, comes it draws other musicians, of course. It, and I think that's what happened with Nashville because Nashville had a, a peak and then. Uh, it, things sort of hit a lull, and then it started to turn around again, and now they're on a, a big high. And with that comes tourism dollars right. and other things that can benefit everybody. I think, I, think it's, I think it's a win-win. It is a win-win. And, you know, it's it's a shame when people, a lot of musicians, even the ones I've worked with that really have gone far, even from, like, different groups, they leave. They leave yeah. Philadelphia and they go to another market. Why? You know, um, there should there should be no reason for that. No, right? agreed. Especially since we have so many great, we're so just away at the tower and all the, the great, vet, I, I'll put this, this city up on, and, you know, oh, on, and, on a anywhere. level with any other city with venues and, and places for musicians to get their stuff. Especially for. now. Especially, especially now. now. Yeah. There's yeah. been a nice resurgence of, of venues here in the city. And it would so, be great to take advantage of that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you guys want to start marketing Philadelphia as a music city. You want to uh, put uh, in, in the local transportation hubs, make sure that there's more representation Absolutely. of the music of Philadelphia. <clears throat> and not only that, like, you know, <clears throat> we met, sorry, we went with city council and some of the people from um, the environment 
And they want to pull down handbills, right? Right. Which I get it because some of them are so old, even from last year even. So we decided, well, why don't we set up kiosks that are managed by captains like in the area, like in Fishtown and Northern Liberties, that are a definite area that you know that if I go to this street, I'll see a kiosk of all the new things that are happening this month. That's much better than random telephone poles yeah. all I, over the place. I agree. And, you know, there is a certain charm in the world of, of rock and bands and up-and-coming bands to that look if you can manage a little bit more and, and make it you know less you know uh right dirty dirty and literal i think and there's a, ha- a happy medium yeah and yeah. i think it'll be more up to date and then yeah. you'll have a, a you know you'll have a specific spot hey what's happening well it's right here and it's in the central location in those right. districts where the venues are love yeah. it and then there's another thing that i i recently encountered myself i play in a band and we had a gig and I I have a drum kit that I have to yep. unload, and I pull up next to the venue. There's not one parking spot anywhere. There's not a loading zone anywhere. Yep. And I'm like, dude, I'm going to I'm gonna have to park like two blocks down and like piece by piece going back and forth doing 100 different trips. Right. It's going to take me forever to right. get all this crap in there. And so one of the things you guys want to do is establish a... Loading and unloading zone for working musicians. You walk it's a in, great idea. Yeah. Something I never really thought about. Yeah, and they're typically there. In fact, we work with the parking, parking authority, and we have a pilot program already established. We have our own music industry task force logo. They're going to create these no parking, sort of like yeah. when you have a, a parade, and they say no parking between whatever, whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have that established. So in front of the grape room, in front of some of these other spots where it's really hard to get the musicians. Like... The musicians load in and they get a $75 ticket before mm-hmm. they even start the show. <laughs> yeah, they're, blowing, I mean, they're blowing their pay for the night. Yeah, uh-huh. if they even get that. Yeah, so yeah. That's, and, that's a, and it's so simple, it's not that dramatic to do these kind of things, you know? Yeah, no, the, yeah I, I love this all the way around. It sounds really cool. You guys also want to try to get uh, all ages uh, locations yeah. for people to well, come out and experience Think about it. Music. Think about it. Social media right now. Everybody's, you know, who are you of a new band? Who are you appealing to? Yeah, 21 and over, but more so 18 21 and under right so but they can never see you so that's only so if we can get some of these venues to be able to embrace underage right underage um, attendance it's going to help the the bands because yeah. they'll be able to reach their audience like live instead of just through Instagram or just yeah. through Facebook posts or YouTube. Because I was whatever. I was watching it was the Kids Choice Awards or whatever and they, and they 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 mentioned they reel off three or four YouTube stars. That I don't think have ever really played a right. lot. It just you know, just on their videos. There's exactly. no there's no venue for them to go play. Exactly. So, David, you guys are having a, you're having a press conference on Thursday at City Hall, and uh, what do you want people to know? Uh, do you need people to help out? I would or? love them to come and support. To okay. be honest with you, the more people in there, the better, because you know what? This is the City Council's eyes. Yeah. So if we're there at 10 a.m. and you got to get there a little early because. It's Getting into City Hall, if you've ever done that before, is a bit of a challenge. So yeah, it takes yeah. a little bit of time to get in. Mm-hmm. But once you're there, I mean, to show support, and then hopefully we're going to present all of – we'll, we'll put out the Industry Task Force report, which I gave you guys, which will be made public on Thursday. And then hopefully uh, City Council will see the importance, see what you guys see right now from this discussion. And hopefully uh, we'll get some action. We'll have some hearings, and hopefully they'll adopt some or all of these proposals. So okay. anything related to the music industry or venues or – musicians or anybody who's well all of this is about 
all this is about promoting the business of music. Yeah. You know what I mean? Really about the, uh, and it's all going to trickle out because, yeah. you know, if you, if you make it better, like I know bands that won't play in the city because of the parking. How ridiculous mm-hmm. is that? Right. You know what I mean? They'll skip it. And, and things like that are what's so important and that'll help everybody. And, yeah. and, and again, even promoting the fact that music isn't free. Like, you know, we, we have to start paying our musicians. We have to, like, we can't just assume that everything's for free. And you know, you're a playing musician. You understand that. And mm-hmm. it's especially original musicians. So we just got to, I think the more we build the awareness, the more people understand that this is a business and it, and it helps our economy in many levels. Yeah. The better we're going to be. That's yep. cool. All right. So uh, Thursday, 10 a.m. City and- Hall, and try to be everyone be there, or and we'll be posting on Instagram and th- that kind of thing. Where in City Hall should they? Uh, go mayor's idea? reception room. Mayor's right reception the, room. Mayor's okay. main the main spot. Mayor's reception room. All right. So local music fans, musicians, anybody who wants to continue to see Philadelphia thrive in that aspect, please come out and show your support. It'd be cool. So. I really appreciate you having me on. Too. Absolutely, David. It's good to see you. Likewise, David Ivory, yeah! guys, yeah! is the head of the Philadelphia music industry task force. I'm glad that that there are some people looking out for the local musicians. We'll be back in just a second. Stay with us. We'll get the first letter of the day for the Word of the Week prize when we get back. Preston and Steve on 93.3. When MMR's Jackson broadcasts live backstage, it's for the likes of Metallica, Guns N' Roses, and MMRBQ. So true, Jackson. Once a year, he goes from backstage to the backyard. Enter now for Jackson to bring the party to your place Friday, August 30th. Enjoy your four hours of fame as Jackson broadcasts live. And he'll probably use your bathroom. Hadfield Meats fully supplies the grill. The MM Army stocks the fridge with cold brews and brings the music to prime your weekend. Go to WMMR.com and tell us why your backyard rocks. Include a photo so we know what we're getting into. Jackson's Backyard Broadcast. Presented by Hatfield Meats. Look for their bold new bacon packaging. Simply Hatfield. And 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Called social cues. KG Eleven on ninety three three WMMR. Everything that rocks. Uh, Ten forty two. We're wrapping up the program today, and uh, hopefully, hopefully, you're going to pay attention to the letters that we give to you because we will have a word of the week prize. We're going to give away at the end of the week. But before I get to all of that, today is Tuesday. We've been having you text in. Uh, the word tattoo, and it's time to find out who the winner is of a Preston and Steve tattoo, courtesy of our friends at world-famous Philadelphia Eddie's Tattoo. It is Sean Smith of Carney's Port, New Jersey. I had a feeling. So, Sean gets $350 gift certificate for world-famous Philadelphia Eddie's Tattoo and uh, Tattoos Day on the Preston and Steve Show, presented by world-famous Philadelphia Eddie's at 621 South Forest Street in South Philly. Sorry. Uh, get tattooed by the area's <laughs> top tattoo artists like Kyle Fitzpatrick. You can see his work on Instagram at Kyle underscore Fitzpatrick underscore or PhiladelphiaEddiesTattoo.com. So, Kyle, I am a huge fan of his. In fact, I was going to try and get tattooed by him this weekend at the Wildwood Tattoo Convention. Really? Uh, yeah. Mm. So, I have a couple of ideas in my mind, and there are a couple of artists that uh, that I have in mind uh, doing work. Kyle does really, really, I think, uh, solid line work. And so, I have something that I want him to do. 
I was so trying to get there this weekend, but I just couldn't. I was just so busy. Where, but, where would this new tattoo go? Uh, actually, uh, right under my watch. Um, so mm. it, it, would, it, it would actually kind of be hidden most of the time, but uh, it would go underneath my watch band. Uh, there would be something on the top of my wrist and then something on the bottom of my wrist. Would you ever tattoo the image of a watch on your wrist? Thought about it. Yeah. I really did. I really <laughs> did think about it. Uh, <laughs> it would be just dumb enough for me. You um, know what I'm saying? <laughs> not going to reveal what your tattoo idea is here? or uh, No, I mean, it, you know. Okay. In due time, the right. <laughs> <laughs> you? I feel like you should pick another spot. Those those tattoos that go on the finger and the wrists, by like a few years in, look terrible. Yeah. You think like, like the uh, the, the faux like rings? Like yeah, like they always end up like uh, kind of bleeding and, and look like they're What about my or, neck? What about oh, like the, oh. the front of my neck? Man, there's this girl on Facebook <laughs> who got her face tattooed. Oh. She is this beautiful. She is beautiful. And yeah. I don't know what the hell it says. I, actually, I think it says her name underneath one eye. Mm. Oh, she can't even see it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then when she sees it, it's backwards. Yep. Yes. I don't get that. No, the face tattoo thing? No. <sighs> nope. Don't understand, but whatever. Uh, thank you to David Ivory, our lone yes. guest today. Uh, David is out there. He's uh, trying to uh, get all we can going for this town in the world of music. And uh, so there is a uh, task force. They have a music task force here in Philadelphia, and they have a press conference on Thursday, if you can. If you're uh, into local music or a music fan, you should go out and support that. It's at 10 a.m. Uh, so thanks, to David, for being here this morning. David's a... Uh, um, like, he produced and, and engineered for Patti LaBelle. And, in fact, he had played me a, a clip of Lizzie Hale singing uh, before the band, years before the band surfaced. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, I was there. He's reco- really good. I was there recording, doing some um, <clears throat> uh, voiceover stuff. And he's like, I want you to hear this girl sing. And I was like, damn, man. Uh, and it wasn't until a few years later I'm like, oh, that's who he <laughs> turned me on to. So, Mr. King, do you another read on that? It's it's that's the latest music. Now let's go on the latest. are the best tasting morsels you've ever had. You can just eat that morsels again. One more. Add the word "little" in right before morsels. What am I talking about? I think you remember you were talking about the need to eat pizza. If you can just and thus. My career began. <laughs> uh, Pierre Robert is in attendance. Hey, man, how you doing? Hi there. We've all got so many of those moments. Sadly, on this program, God bless each and every one of you. Any utterance <laughs> that comes out slightly altered, uh, and every human that's been on the you know in the media, on the radio, on TV, can... <laughs> make funny noises and have things happen to them. Mm-hmm. Yes, and most just barrel ahead. No, and uh, go ahead. But you guys freeze. Painfully for the for the victim, uh, humorously for the rest of the humanity, because all humor is at someone else's expense, yeah. <laughs> which is why so many people laugh at me on a regular basis, just at my very predicament. But um, the fact that that any slight utterance, do, are there any Cathy's, by the way? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, no, we all have them. them. <laughs> but I mean, she's got statements, you know, she's got statements. Well, but I, the, does she has, have any like flubbles? Yeah, they're flubbles. Oh, yeah. I just think maybe sometimes they don't grab them. Well, the best is the the fart reaction, though. We played oh, yeah, a little yeah. clip of that earlier. This, is, and for those who don't know, this. Uh, yeah! that's, that's Kathy screaming. Uh, Actually, couple... I should just go with no. I'm perfect. Yeah. Oh God! Ew. <laughs> I like that. A lot of that. I like that. <laughs> I like that, my dear. Mm. Wait, go. what is, hang on, what is 64 loads? <laughs> well, let's find out. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Hang on, you ready? 64 loads, 899. Oh, 
no. Oh, well, there you There's go. No, no, no. Great. How about this? Jig- I jig on it. I jig, I jig on it. <laughs> That's a good one. Ballcock. She was trying to say Ball gigantic. Cock. That's been altered, though, right? No. Yeah. yeah well, no. he played it twice. He played, yeah. Jig- I jig on it. Wow. <laughs> oh, I hear one. So, okay. Remember, there was also another woman who bit uh, bit a woman's finger off. Bit it away. That was- <laughs> that, I wouldn't have even heard that if you hadn't frozen it. Well, that's it where was, we. But did, did, did big, is that where we got Manthe from? Because you slowed it down. Remember, there was also another woman who bit uh, bit at a woman's finger off, and that's where we got Manthe from. I think. Wow! All right, I'm just enjoying a cup of coffee. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah a cup. Oh, <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. No, you're not. <laughs> no, I, mine. Mine makes your my mine is the desert. I have I have a, from here to the shore. We're all on the ship, man. Yeah, we're sailing. What uh, used to happen? Our old uh, produ- one of our producers, Rick, from years ago, would just immediately go, "I suck." Yeah. Did he really? Say yeah, that? yeah, yeah, yeah. Anytime oh. he would flub. Self-flagellation. There's <laughs> yeah. nothing quite like it. No. Uh, so, shall we do our letter? Yes. Then we'll find out what you got going on. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, and the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter P, as in pernicious, a word that I heard Preston use during his massage read today. Yeah. And I'm going, holy S, what a cool word. Oh. And like Jackie Bam Bam goes, did you hear the word he said? Did you hear that word he said? And I'm thinking just like Jackie thinks because uh. I'm going... You guys have you're you're all intelligent, every one of you, and you you speak with great vocabularies. But then, in the midst of the commercial for the hand and stone massage thing, you pull out pernicious, pernicious, and I'm going. That was brilliant. Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate that. I relish the compliment. Yo, relish. Uh, by the way, we are going to give away an indoor outdoor folding tournament ping pong table by uh, Corio, Corneo. Uh, including a cover and outdoor playing set courtesy of Royal Billiards and Recreation. Steve has this very model. I can speak to how wonderful it is. It, it, you could leave this sucker out in the snow if you wanted to, yep. but it is, uh, it's a great ping pong table. I love it. Make sure you're ready for kickoff and the season ahead. Royal Billiard and Recreation has everything that you need to make your uh, place at the place to watch the game. So Royal Billiard and Recreation, your ultimate game room store, selling fun for over 30 years. Visit royalbilliard.com. Uh, what's up on today's show, sir? I love the sound of ping pong. It is. Yeah. The, that unique sound that's so unique just to that um, that game. So on the program, we will have uh, tickets for Alice Cooper and Hailstorm and Motionless in White. I'm sorry. I started that. I'm sorry. Um that wasn't me, but there's a number of me's, but uh, we'll do that another time. Uh, tickets for Alice Cooper and Hailstorm and Motionless in White. Uh, winning these tickets qualifies you for a very cool meet and greet with the great one himself, Alice Cooper. Wow. And Jackie's going to broadcast from that show on Friday, by the way. Uh, also, we just uh, discovered we'll have tickets for Lenny Kravitz coming to the Met later this month. And um, cool workforce blocks. Uh, we're going to, on Friday, uh, start a giant retrospective on Woodstock uh, on the 50th anniversary of its weekend. I think Saturday was the beginning day of Woodstock. But today I'll play the Red Hot Chili Peppers, who played Woodstock 94 and 99, both of which I was at and had coverage of, uh, which were interesting. And uh, we will do a block of uh, Aerosmith, also at Woodstock 94. And I have a piece talking. uh, They sent me up uh, on KYW TV. We were in with KYW, and they sent me up to cover that. And it was really bizarre. Pandemonium, right? Well, 
It, no, the festival yeah. was great. I mean, uh, the Woodstock 94 festival was actually held on a farm. The 99 was held on a, an old Air Force base. It doesn't quite speak Woodstock. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, 94 was great fun. But uh, KYW-TV, we were in the same building with them, and uh, they said, all right, we'll send a reporter up to Woodstock. And one of the uh, line producers, this great guy named Scott Dillick, goes, well, Pierre's going. Why don't we just have him? They go, are you kidding? <laughs> um, but then they somehow came to think that might work. And so there I am up on the platform with with the rest of the real reporters going, this is the greatest time ever. And the, it was so fun because and actually today's the second day anniversary of the 94 uh, concert in Saugerties. They had these generic reporters. So if Oklahoma, for example, didn't have the ability to send a reporter, there was these guys and girls in Pool Banana reporters, Republic. reporters, they call them, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they, but they, they had the total Banana Republic outfit on and, <laughs> you know, and, and, but each, both the guy and the gal, I would watch them. And it's a line of reporters going, all right, Houston, stand by. Dallas, you're coming up. Phoenix after that. Philly, you're after that. And you get like two minutes and you step into the camera shot with the field of, people behind you and then you have five minutes to do your thing with your local station if a station didn't have someone uh joe or jill generic woodstock would step in and they'd go disaster we'll strike any moment now tom is that the guy's name back at oklahoma <laughs> tom yes it'll strike any moment woodstock mud death drugs destruction <laughs> and and then I get on with uh, the folks at uh, Channel 3, and I go, this is the greatest time ever, man. It's raining, and it's muddy, and people are friendly. I actually, this will shock you, I dropped my wallet and, of course, was oblivious to it. And I'm walking through, the, you know, through a pile of people, and this guy comes running after me and taps me on the shoulder and goes, dude, you, you left your wallet, you dropped your wallet. I go, God bless you, lad. I found the people at Woodstock '94 who did the who got the concession for the pizza stand, and they didn't even know how to make pizza. They were from Cherry Hill, uh-huh. and they um, uh, they applied to Woodstock back in the early winter and said, "We want to have Philly water ice." We go, "We don't need Philly water ice. We need someone who makes pizza." Oh, we make pizza, and they made pizza. They got the concession for the whole thing. I so didn't the, know how to make pizza. No, nah, no idea. Yeah, it's pizza it was, tastes like water ice. Anyway, so lots right. of fun with Woodstock uh, as we approach, uh, as we are in one anniversary now, and the big one's coming up this weekend. Cool. Excellent. Thank you, Pierre. And I want to thank our sponsors, Preston and Steve Show, brought to you today by Winter Airport Parking, fastest way in and out of Philly International Airport. Also, Armor Metals and Recycling for all your metal and computer recycling needs. Plus, Wilmington University. Experience the WilmU difference by visiting wilmu.edu. Tomorrow on a program, Fox Good Day. It's a Wednesday thing that we do. Yeah. And also in our studio from NBC10, we'll have Crystal Cly spending some time with us. So those things and more, that is it. We are done. So rage on and have a great day. And don't forget, Belly Flop Championship Thursday, Valley Forge Casino Resort, free of charge, 21 and over. Doors open at 5. And the event starts at 6. We will see you there. Be back uh, tomorrow. Bye-bye.